It's Super Gamecast 2 <laughs> with your host, Aaron Reynolds. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Super Gamecast 2. We're here in the Facebook gulag. Uh, it's fine. Mark Zuckerberg comes down, gives us gruel every now and then. It's not no, he, does, he doesn't come down at all, and that's what's amazing about it is that you actually interact less with Facebook and your life improves. It's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, we'll we'll be dragged back into the Facebook nightmare sometime soon, right, Bronson? Yes, when when the when the metaverse takes over. The, yeah, the, yeah, the metaverse. Uh, and then, man, uh, yeah, we could go on and talk about the metaverse. And then, then you go to metaverse jail for jokingly telling your friend you're going to kill him. Yep. So. Because we have to, the only way someone can, I mean, the whole idea of a decentralized metaverse is so they don't have to have some algorithmic police try to decide what's safe language and what's not, right? Mm-hmm. Well. Or at least that's the idea. They have their own servers, and if you want to do that on your own server, then you'll still get hit by that algorithm. But the whole idea mm-hmm. is, my guess is they're trying to do like something, when they say decentralized, they're talking about like a Discord kind of thing. Like, right. Manage your own spaces, you jerks. <laughs> be better, uh, but don't. <laughs> be better and away from us if you're going to be like that. Only the most sanitized and inoffensive content can be here. The most corporate. All I know is my gut says maybe. <laughs> um, so, you know. Uh, hey, Jesse's here. Emily's here. How you guys doing? Doing good. Yay! Mm-hmm. I'm thrilled. Better with coffee. Good. Um, Bronson, I, you know what? We've been doing this a little while. Um, mm-hmm. I just want to do something real quick. Just a little call back to the way we used to do things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to do taste tests. Oh, God. Where's this going? No, nothing crazy. <laughs> I, this is this is nothing like Redline. No, nowhere even close to Redline or anything like that. We're not. I'm not in my twenties anymore. I'm the not drink that. that the drink that nearly beat Queen have a heart attack. <laughs> Holy Great. shit! Oh god! I broke up that Redline over that ha- night of Halo. That was ooh. I don't know. That would make me feel good. Oh, uh, dude, it wired Quinn. Like his foot's tapping. He's like nervous <laughs> it, it oh, kept me awake God. so because he downed the whole bottle didn't he he drank half of it he drank half oh, oh okay all right oh you drank half oh so see i drank the full thing over but i broke it up over the night and we stayed up we stayed up through the whole night playing halo if i remember correctly yes um you're also not supposed it, to drink the whole thing you're only supposed to drink half i mean it, it was like over 12 hours i don't know <laughs> fair I don't know. I don't know how it works. Anyway, I stayed up. I didn't get wired, but I stayed up. And then at the end, it was like it was time for me to go home. I was like, oh, it feels so good. This is, this is, no, this is bad. Anyway, uh, I was at the store at work uh, over the week. And G Fuel, the official drink of esports registered trademark, um, of course. came oh, no. out with a limited edition Sonic the Hedgehog. Energy oh, drink. Christ. Hey. Oh, Christ. Okay. And I was I'm like, nervous, oh, God. <laughs> well, as a professional gamer, I must, I, I have to, I have to verify this is worthy of uh, gamer consumption. Must protect us. I know yeah. that Melody Mac and other streamers are sponsored by it, so go on. Really? Oh, mm. well. All right, G Fuel. 
You be watching. <laughs> it tastes like an energy drink. <laughs> no, it doesn't taste blue. No shit. Mm. Well, so so it's it's uh, peach flavored. So it's it's got peach in it. So and it's good. It like it, it doesn't taste bad. This, what I'm getting at here is it doesn't taste bad. Get that taurine in your son. This is this is verified gamer fuel. There, get, I mean, that, get that picture in there. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll All use right. that later. Yeah, you, you, you gotta flash the logo, but not the nutrition info. Yeah, yeah. no, we gotta turn down. There you go. All right, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. oh. It's like everyone's just doing stuff just to get paid, and that's just really sad. <laughs> uh, I love Wayne's World. Anyway, um, oh my Sonic, god, I love you. <laughs> Sonic and G Fuel uh, Peach Rings flavor, limited edition. It's good. It's not my my preference. I'm I'm more of a, a Monster Ultra Zero kind of guy. But uh, you know what? I appreciate that. I am a never drink an energy drink ever again kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, they got those. Oh. Uh, they got those ice Starbucks coffee drinks, and that's about as close as I go. Okay. Those yeah. Little, yeah. Sure. Th- those ones you can get at the the, the like the store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are fine. Um. Well, okay. So we want to dive into the news here because holy crap, we've got a news story. Stuff happened. Um, stuff oh, happened. Uh, it's happened. And I want to talk about it, but. Uh, before we do that, uh, Bronson, why are we in the Facebook gulag? <laughs> I'm just curious. Oh, I don't know. Because I got a 48-hour ban on Facebook, which means nice. all, which also means any Facebook I'm related to, like, say, the one we manage for the channel, also got a 48-hour <laughs> ban on Facebook. Uh, because... Yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah, what are you gonna say? No, wait. When you when you said, "Oh, we're in the Facebook Gulag," I was like, "Okay, well, Bronson's in the Facebook Gulag. I haven't done, but no, the, the Super Gamecraft Facebook channel is in the it's Gulag. Also Holy gulag. crap! So, oh. uh, yeah, what ends up happening is so there was like this meme post where it's like two must go away forever, and it was related to drinks, and uh, you know, people are people are posting. Uh, uh, posting different stuff off and on and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, some people want tea gone. But Ray comes in with a shade against chocolate milk. Right? He comes in with this shade. What? You know. Some, some people just don't like chocolate. That's always, that's well, always a shocking people are wrong. The, those, those people yeah. are entitled to their wrong opinion. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, they are. So, yes, they are. yeah. Uh, Anyway, so so that that happens, and so so Ray comes in and says chocolate milk, and I'm just like this this cannot stand. <laughs> so I go in and I jokingly say I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> the most rational Bam. response. <laughs> Bam! Banned for two days. <laughs> and I get banned for two days. The better part, though, the way way better part, is. My roommate wants everyone to know and like to let Facebook know I was joking. So she screen capped it and she's like apparently Facebook doesn't know the different like the definition of sarcasm or joking. And then she gets banned for a week. 
A week. <laughs> a week. I didn't get that. Damn. Oh, Steph. You just Damn. don't know. Yeah. You, you can't have a greater sign of uh, a company whose product has gotten way too big for them to moderate and desperately needs to be broken up. But that's... It, yes. Mm. But... Uh, Brother Bonnie in the chat. Okay, time to fix it. Oh, here I'm. I'm here again. God damn it! Oh, yeah, God that, damn it! Wither Bonnie, how you doing? That's, they, that's, are you are you eating? Is food coming to you? That that's how I feel when I randomly appear on this podcast too. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever runs that damn materialized needs to be fired. It's messed up three times now. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that's why we're in the Facebook gulag. I got out in time to promote this show today. Uh-huh. Hey, All right. Oh. We still got promoted. Okay, fine. And that, but Steph is still in the gulag somewhere. Yes, uh, she has to fight her way out. Uh, rip and tear. Yes. Um, <laughs> May the gods protect her. Swig of G fuel for Steph. So, man, you keep putting the nutritional info towards the camera. Uh, you know, it's a lot of zeros. They're <laughs> fine. <laughs> Where, where are we going to make that money? A lot of zeros. Three <laughs> percent of your daily value of sodium. That's which is not that much. That's not. That means I can drink that. Right, and then the rest is literally zeros. Um, so they just yeah. have a. So there's a little bit of salt in it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you get you get your your fifty percent daily value of vitamin C with this drink. Okay. Or that's pretty cool. Or I could be a sane person and just eat an orange never this is the 21st century bronson we are entering the metaverse drink our nutrition here nfts are everywhere you get all of your nutrition through energy drinks i don't want to live on this planet anymore (laughs) take me with Uh. you bronson take me with you (laughs) (laughs) okay we need to get into the giant news that happened this week it's been oh let's do some news so Hey, everybody. Uh, you may have heard of this small company called Activision Blizzard slash King. It's an indie company, for it's, sure. It's a small indie it's company. Indie. It's certainly independent. They may have made <laughs> they've made this uh, semi-popular MMO called World of Warcraft. Mm. You may have heard of it. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's really weird that like someone, something that small runs on a subscription service. It's really weird. Really weird. I they were bought by Xbox slash Microsoft uh, for like $69.8 billion, I believe it was. The number keeps changing, but it's around there. So let's, uh, let's around, just around like the $60 billion, yeah. Yeah, let's, uh, let's see. Nearly $70, right? Yeah, yeah. nearly $70 billion. Some, some reports go over $70. Like. Uh, I woke up to that on, I think it was Tuesday, and I literally couldn't believe it. Like, I literally, I was just like, I'm like, this is one of them troll posts, right? Right. And this is someone fucking with me, you know? Well, sure enough. And then I, I bothered to go to the Xbox website, go check on Microsoft's website, their investor thing, and just like, no, it's the real deal, son. <laughs> like, I was like, what the fuck? Man. Bruh. Fuck it, you know, for five, like, it's like Microsoft took that, like, five years straight of people being like, you have no games really personally. Yeah. 
you know, like, and now they're coming back and going like, "You want games? It's like, Here's your fucking games, bitch. Enjoy." It's like, like <laughs> to, to, to give you an idea of how much money this is, this is like paying someone of my salary for a year, except that someone is, uh, let's count this number, uh, 1,647,059 people for a year on my salary is what we just paid. Uh, if you were, and this is now the company what? I work for. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get paid uh, 425 a year. That's, so. a, that's a little bit more than I made last year. Uh, well, you need to in Seattle, unfortunately. Um, yeah. So but yeah, so oh my god, oh, um, a sickening amount of money. To, like th- to to put this in perspective, uh, like that, like think of, like Bethesda was bought for seven. This is ten times yeah. that. Yeah. Which yeah. I mean, you know, you look at the. Franchises Call of Duty and World of Warcraft alone, that does more than half the work of that price tag. Yeah, like, I also ended up in the Star Wars universe, fought in the Clone Wars. That was a neat outcome, considering the outcome. I'm much more interested in the Garfield cinematic universe. (laughs) Okay. Withered Body, thank you for... Withered Body, thank you for the side story you're running in the chat. (laughs) (laughs) We always appreciate Um. it. So Always. to put to put this in perspective, um, Donald Trump was a billionaire who ran who mostly funded his own presidential campaign, and he is worth three point one billion. Yeah, that this this purchase is worth like twenty two point five. What? No, what would that be? Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna round it up seventy okay. divided by three. Yeah, twenty three point three Donald Trump fortunes, his entire net worth, <laughs> and just spend it on Activision, like yeah, like whatever. I don't. This is like, sure. I mean, drop in the bucket. Uh, I mean, yeah. When your market cap is two trillion, yeah, and you probably have at least a trillion in cash in the bank because they pay. That's another thing. They just bought it. They paid cash. They didn't have to fucking pull out credit for this. They just went and bought it. Uh, What's so crazy about it is, like, we were having trouble discussing purchases of, like, Square Enix. You know, right? We, we were we were talking about purchases of of much smaller companies. Like, we didn't see like purchasing EA. That seemed too big. Yeah, uh, EA would be half as much as this. Right, Ubisoft seemed too big for like one of these to purchase. Like the the the, the it just this is not normal. <laughs> this is not normal the, at all. This was just like I activate Mirror Force. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> Holy oh. Jesus Christ! Actually, better. I activate Ring of Destruction. Uh. uh. Microsoft is slowly creating Exodia on the game board and, like, just got the head. And I was like, God damn it. Like, okay, let, let's talk about some of the IPs that they have acquired. Yeah, let's do that. The, in this shit. All right, so we'll get Blizzard out of the way because they have the shortest list. Uh, Warcraft, Starcraft, Diablo, Hearthstone, Overwatch, and then Tears of the Storm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Candy Crush, Call of Duty, 
Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, Tony Hawk, Guitar Hero. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yep. Like... Oh, my God. Oh, that also means they own Sekiro? Oh, do they own... What? They own Sekiro. They own Sekiro? Yes. Oh, God. Huh. They own oh, Sekiro. because yeah, that was... That was an Activision title, wasn't it? Yes, it was. What? I didn't reckon. I didn't realize that. They own. Um, yeah, that's uh... weird. All right. So huh. they also own Geometry Wars. They also own DJ Hero. They own Gun. They, <laughs> they own I... Lost Vikings and King's Quest and Prototype. That's that was okay. I'm gonna hold my. <laughs> I'm not going to take this moment to talk about prototype here. They, they also own Singularity, huh. uh, Time Shift, and True Crime, um, and Tenchu. Bruh. Wow. Like, um, what the fuck? Withered Bonnie took a break through their, their journey to say they own Skylanders. That was Activision. Yeah, I consider that Spyro, but yes, that's... But, uh, I mean, it is Spyro, but like, you know, again, like... Some of these franchises uh, are very dependent on the creation of new hardware, and I wonder, with this purchase, do you think they start exploring that? The the specifically with, specifically with Guitar Hero is what I'm thinking. But so, so I, I want to talk about like how this affects Microsoft and them in the gaming space and their mm -hmm. competitors before we get into like the weird bigger implications of this. Sure. Right. Uh, uh, so. Dude, like, so, oh, they also own Blur. Sorry, I forgot that one. Man, Blur. Um, so let, let's talk about the fact that they have, this is, okay, so even if none of this goes exclusive, I've always said that even when Microsoft has something and it doesn't become exclusive, it's still a big deal because then you it's going to come to Game Pass for free and it turns into that, like, why would I buy the Blu-ray or the DVD when I can go on Disney Plus, pay $8, or Netflix and pay $18, and get it for, you know, free along with a bunch of other shit? You know, right. Like, that, that's always been the argument here. And, like, Call of Duty is a huge get because for the casual audience, which that's mostly what Call of Duty plays to, mm -hmm. you can go and say, we have this $300 box called the Series S, and it has Call of Duty on it, and you get Call of Duty for free along with all these games as part of a $10 sub. Yep. Like, who is going to spend $70 for the PlayStation version at that point? And then uh, combine that with, you know, Xbox, even when it sells games on PlayStation, a portion of those profits are going to go back to them yeah. as well. Yeah, uh, the, you know, most of the money goes back to the publisher and the dev. So Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is huge. Um and also, you know, people were talking about Call of Duty has been, you know, having some issues of late. You know, Warzone's great, uh, but has not been is not at the highest point uh of its career. Um and that that's been that's been true for a couple different franchises that have been purchased now. And uh with Microsoft taking ownership, uh change in management. Yeah. Among some of these games uh, could be in order and that could be for the better. I actually think this was this merger might have been going on for a longer time than we expect. 
because yep. uh, Mike Yabara last year went and took over World of Warcraft in like July or August, and mm-hmm. he was a like long, long time Xbox guy. Okay. So, so yeah. Interesting. That's so, interesting. That's real interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, so this might have been going longer than we think, for sure. Uh, I know that, you know, I, Microsoft doesn't put up with this kind of, like, scandal bullshit that's been going on at Activision. Sure. So I'm really hoping that this is, like, the clean house moment and, like, here, you know, World of Warcraft people, World of Warcraft devs, Overwatch devs, Diablo devs, here's more time and money, you know. Yeah. Um, that's a big deal. And uh, another part of this is what if they fold the World of Warcraft sub into Game Pass? <laughs> that's a good way to get me to play World of Warcraft again. Yeah, I would, I would have to resub to World of Warcraft, I guess. <laughs> right? Like, I was just like, huh. Holy hell, if that happens. Like, oh my god. Like, you want to talk about your, like, Final Fantasy fourteen competitor? Jesus Christ. Like, like, yeah, you just get it as part of your Game Pass. You get a Warcraft sub. Ugh. Like, that, that'd Damn. be such a smart move for, like, two... two like, there are two levels And the that. numbers work for that, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. Like, you know, so... Right now, there's an estimated, like, 1.5 million... WoW players active, mm-hmm. right? And I would assume most of them are playing classic. If I'm being honest with you, Time, yeah, times, I would want to go back to classic. Times that by fifteen, you know that's uh, you know that's two hundred and twenty-five million dollars each month. Yep. But you know, if you if let's like thing is though is like let's say a, a large portion of those are. Um, not subscribe to Game Pass, then, you know, and then just, like, you know, they want Game Pass to be the Netflix of video games, so, you know, like, just use as a loss leader. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, that's nuts. That'd be nuts. That's, that's like, just such a crazy idea when you sit and think about it. Man. uh, It is amazing. I... I'm very interested in how they're going to handle this. Because um, they, they now have a lot of weapons at their disposal. Uh, stuff that they can fix and stuff that they can revive. Um, and, like, the, the manpower to do it. Because, you know, they, they brought over all the people and they said they're not firing any of them yet. So, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, the merger isn't going to close until next year, though. Cause yeah, it's going to gonna go take th- them a while. It has to go through. And then it's going to take another two to three years of... Uh, you know, dev time for whatever they're working on. So in the case of Warcraft, which is primarily what I'm concerned about as far as the games are concerned, it, you know, we're not going to see those changes till like 11.0 probably. You know, right. like not the next expansion, but the one after it. Right. Uh, then as far, you know, we'll, we'll definitely see whatever changes are in Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2. You know, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll definitely, you know, Hearthstone is kind of on a short table, so like those will come earlier. For Call of Duty, it'll probably come earlier. You know, stuff like that. Like, the fact that they don't really have to worry about their share price anymore. You know. Um, I will say that um, 
Another really interesting thing is Bobby Kotick is staying until the merger is done. Then he's right. gone. Yeah. Um, and I'm guessing if it were up to Microsoft, they'd get rid of that shit now. Because, like, I'm not sure if you, uh, I'm not sure if you, like, saw him and Phil Spencer on the news uh the, this this week hmm. but uh like he's talking about the metaverse and all this other stuff and just like you just look over phil spencer and he's just like you could just see in his eyes like god damn it wait they were they were on the news together yeah oh my god yeah. okay yeah uh, so he's yeah because he's part of the part of the merger yeah um yeah. so yeah it's a i need to watch that then because yeah, like he, you know, it's. It, but supposedly he's gone once the merger's done, and yeah. I'm guessing also if we're up to Blizzard, they would get rid of it immediately. But um, you know, they. I also imagine a very. It's a very big. This is a huge transfer of, uh, control, and it needs to be handled delicately. Yeah, but you know Bobby doesn't give a shit because another news story that we have, I'll just get to it while I'm in the middle of this. Apparently, sure. during a meeting uh, that was to reinsure employees and everything regarding like all the, the you know sexual harassment things, is that he turned up late to the meeting and left early. It was scheduled <laughs> to last half an hour and was billed as a fireside chat. And it lasted only 16 minutes after Kodak turned up seven minutes late and finished the meeting early. Uh, so. Well, what does he care? He's getting his payout. Yeah, like it, it says even here, like, through the transition as long as Microsoft needed him. This is a company that's been here for 31 years. Nothing is more important to me other than my children than this company. Um, so, yeah. He's, he's yeah. going to be part of the um, you know, Microsoft remained weary of Kodak. Um, yeah. So he, he, yeah. Uh, you know, once again, I think that once the deal is done and all the transition is solid, Microsoft's going to be like, all right, later, dude. See ya. Yeah. Um, they don't want to do it now because it would cost them $250 million. Right. So it's, yeah, I, uh, man. I'm I'm ready for him to be gone. I would like that board, that Activision board, to be gone. I don't know if that's going to happen, but um, I mean, we'll the, see. We can hope. I mean, like the Microsoft board outrules them now, which thank God is far bigger and makes has a brain. It seems right. Yeah. 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 Uh, we'll wait and see on that. Yeah. This this deal is going to take a long time. Um. Xbox said it's gonna they're gonna be honoring uh you know obligations uh for releases uh that are already that have already been made. So Right, which what that tells me is they're going to finish up the next two to three years of whatever contracts they have and then oh, suddenly Call of Duty is an Xbox and PC exclusive again. Yep. I uh, I could see I could see uh them keeping Call of Duty multiplat, maybe doing a timed exclusive. Yeah. Um, but the rest of them, like, yeah. Uh, and and I also see everything becoming day one Game Pass. Yep. Which once again, everything. In, in my opinion, that 
that once again, in my opinion at least, makes that um, that makes it basically almost exclusive. Because why are you going to pay seventy dollars when you can pay? Why are you doing this? Yeah. Exactly. The, Sony has been pushing hard on that seventy dollar price tag, and it's just like. Mm-mm. And like they have their version of Game Pass coming this year called Coding Spartacus, but like oh, I just nice. I just don't know if it's going to compete because like they're not going to have ActiBliz, they're not going to have EA, Ubisoft is locking their stuff to Xbox only, like right. like that means like their options are all like Square and Capcom, and yep, like Sega, but Sega will work for whoever. So <laughs> right, you know, we'll see. Uh, like it's, I'm, it's, uh, I'm excited to see them finally try to do something competitive with uh, in regards to Game Pass because that's exactly what they've been needing. But um, yeah, absolutely, they need that really badly. Well, wouldn't it be cool if you have like mm-hmm. Bloodborne? You can just fire that up. Bloodborne you know? Two, yeah, like <laughs> with a with an announcement of Bloodborne <laughs> Two, which you know yeah. obviously yeah. not, but that would be funny. Um, well, like. Well, you know, let's like the thing is, is like, are they going to do the day one thing? Like, that's that's another big deal for that's a that's a big one. That's something that would be huge. Like, because right now, because I look next month or like early next month and early March, there are two big PlayStation exclusives, and I want to play them both. Mm -hmm. But like, I look at the price tag is like after tax is a total of one hundred and like. $75. Seventy-five dollars. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, Ugh. fuck. Yep. Really. Yep. Or no, sorry. Yeah, no, because I want the like versions with all the DLC. So yeah, like 175 bucks. And I'm just like, Ugh. right, dude. Mm. We'll see, right? I, you know, I, I'm I'm gonna wait to see what uh when they announce it, when they lay out what the prices are and everything. Um and what they offer yeah and then like it's just this yeah uh i don't know it it just seems like xbox like it seems like sony is acting very blockbuster right now yes they are and microsoft is acting very much netflix right now Mm. um Another reason that Microsoft made this purchase uh, from the news story I read was because Amazon, Facebook, and Apple, and Google are all trying to get into the gaming space, they bought this as kind of a prevent preemptive thing because they don't think that they necessarily, un- those companies really understand the gaming space and are going to be healthy for it. Hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Which, in the case of Google, if Stadia is any indication, I would agree with that. Seems true for Amazon. Yeah. Amazon. World Luna. (laughs) Amazon is like this weird like thing because they own Twitch and Mm -hmm. like New World is doing like okay. Like it's not doing horribly, but it's doing okay. Right. And like they're taking this like real grassroots approach. Like it's like they're developing their own studios. They're. You know, they're getting smaller studios. You know, Lost Ark is under them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, versus, like, Microsoft and Facebook are like, yeah, we're just buying shit. Right. Uh, so, you know, it, it's 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 very weird. Yeah. And, 
And then one thing I want to say is that I agree with uh, the criticism that like big companies buying up all of these other companies and just concentrating it into a few hands is not good. You're right. No, no. Um, um, th- this was a weird case. Like if this was a company that didn't have such a like a soiled history as Activision, Blizz, mm-hmm. I would yep. be less enthusiastic about it. But it's like someone needs to clean house there and. <laughs> that's a pretty good way to do it. Like we were so we felt helpless watching the, the sexual assault and harassment allegations all play out. And then watching Bobby Kotick and everyone just enable it all and protect it. Uh, you know, doing their typical corporate speak of sounding like they're going to do something about it. And everyone knew they weren't. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, the board enables him and that's what controls his company. I don't see how, Oh my God, Xbox. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, so, like, I can't help but celebrate a little bit, despite, you know, yes, ultimately this isn't very good, but. Ah. Uh, it's good for. good. It should be good for Activiz. Yeah. Like, like it, it's. It, it's one of those things uh, where I think that it, it it's like the lesser of two evils. It's like you could just let this horrible shit fester and continue on. Or, like, get it bought by Microsoft, who has its own monopolistic practices and has its own issues. We're all aware of them. Mm-hmm. But, like, at least you don't hear about, like, sexual assault and employee abuse. Um, the, not yet. The worst I ever hear from Microsoft is, we had to crunch pretty hard on Halo. Right. You know, which, yeah, does that suck? Of course. But, yeah. lesser of two evils there. And then, uh, you know, once again, Microsoft's been in the gaming space for 20 years now versus, like, would you rather them bought by Amazon or Google or, you know, Facebook? That's another question. Right. The, the, the company that is Activision that, like, back in the 80s trolled another company by making a game about some shuttered blinds, you know, is no longer, is no more. It, it's just a soulless thing now. <laughs> right, so. no, no. This is just a, like, same thing with, like, Blizzard. This is, like, like there, yeah, are there some people there still from back in the day, like Samwise? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's just, like, dudes who are real big fans of Blizzard and then a bunch of shitty corporate execs. Mm-hmm. And, you yeah. know, that's, that's what it is, so... Might as well get these IPs into the hands of someone who used them hopefully well. Mm-hmm. And also has significantly less baggage when it comes to sexual assault and abuse and constantly firing temps and all mm-hmm. these other shitty practices. You know, I'm pretty sure that like most of the employees at Blizzard going from sexual harassment testers getting fired, testers being underpaid, staff being underpaid, the industry average, um, and a bunch of other bullshit, to you have to crunch sometimes, that's probably an improvement. And they, well, they probably deal with their employee issues. Yeah. I, I will say that uh, Microsoft does have some concerns in regards to using overusing contractors uh, to complete yes. assignments rather than full-on hiring people. Um, and then another smaller news story is uh, a group of testers, I think within Activision, mm-hmm. 
uh, is trying to start a union. Yes. And now that they're part of Microsoft, I cannot imagine Microsoft's reputation. I don't think they're going to let that happen. No. Um, which sucks, but uh, yeah, that's Microsoft. Yeah. And so. But like, Microsoft also pays above industry average and also, you know, typically has good benefits. So. That's fair. But, uh, you know, yeah, again, this is a lesser of two evils. Yeah, thing. no, th- this is not like sunshine and rainbows, but like no, going from Blizzard where you're underpaid and all the other shit to this now, it's a, it's a, it's a better pl- option. You know? Yes, I, I'm looking for uh, uh, just better management of these games um, that I care about, that I enjoy, um, and I also want easier access to them because I can't buy them all. <laughs> right. Well, the- um, Bill Spencer did say that they were reviving. They were looking to revive cult classics that cool. Activision had forgotten about. And I, I like, I just want to say I'm ready. Right? I've got my Guitar Hero controller ready. I'm ready. Look, people are ready for this. No. Um, Come on now. Okay, let me let me throw you a game that is criminally underappreciated. Mm. We need another DJ hero. Yes. <laughs> I yes, think that there's do. absolutely a market for that. Absolutely. Especially now. Right, yep. God, um, there were so many sick ass mashups in that fucking game. Yeah, that Lady Gaga Eminem one. Who? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, you know, Harmonix mm-hmm. is out here with Fuser. Like, take G- take DJ Hero to the next step, to the, the next level. Let's the, do it. The, they're also like making. They're still working on Rock Band Four. Right, but they won't yeah. make new hardware for it. <laughs> right. Let's get Microsoft. Microsoft money. Behind a, a big rock band push you know. at the right time. Like r- rock and roll as a genre is not not really doing too hot these days. So selling hardware for a guitar is probably a hard sell right now. But um, yeah. they could figure something out. Um, yeah, I'm going to say my piece very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're ever going to do it. But look, Prototype is a fantastic game from a gameplay perspective. <laughs> The characters are cringy as hell to the point that it's funny. Uh, the story and the world is just awful. But, oh man, the world, the open world Hulk Ultimate Destruction gameplay is incredible, and I want more of that. So, take make Prototype 3 and get so tongue-in-cheek with it. Just be bad on purpose, and then make a I'm really good game. I'm on oh, board. God damn it. Okay, now... Red Dead Redemption 2 is pretty good, and I know their game wouldn't be as good. <laughs> yes. But let's... Uh, how about Gun 2? My own personal suggestion, they should just call it Two Guns. Okay. I don't know why. Zier with an S. Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, depends on if they want to go tongue-in-cheek with it, right? You know, they, they went serious with Red Dead Redemption, so you take the Saints Row approach and be like, fine, we're silly. Here's a Z. All right. Fucking yeah, what Dodge else? City. I'd play it. Lost Vikings, you know, another Lost Vikings. Hmm. Put Clippy in Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. Put Master Ch- Racing. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. Let's do another uh, Rock and Roll Racing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, put, yeah. There's a lot they could do. Put there's ma- a lot. Put Master Chief in World of Warcraft. I was ju- I was just thinking about this the other day, Bronson. Like, what does this mean for Heroes of the Storm? 
dude. Right? <laughs> they could put a whole bunch of new, like a whole new set of characters in it and like give it some support. Cameo would be perfect. She just transforms they, into other heroes. Yes. Like now you have, now Microsoft has a MOBA. Like now you get Microsoft money behind a MOBA. Just, you know, there's something there. There's so much potential for good shit here. Yep. Um, I, I will say that, like, n- now let's look at the, like, stu- these are ever- the studios Microsoft owns, and this isn't even all of them, because there are some subsidiaries of all of these. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Rare, Double Fine, World's Edge, uh, I forget what they work on, In Exile, The Initiative, Turn 10, 343 Industries, the Coalition, Mojang, Undead Labs, Obsidian, Compulsion Games, Ninja Theory, Playground Games, Xbox Game Studios Publishing. Hmm. That's what's the Xbox branded. Bethesda, Bethesda Game Studios, id Software, Tango Gameworks, Machine Games, Arcane Studios, Zenimax, Alpha Dog, Roundhouse Studios. Activision Blizzard, Treyarch, Raven, High Noon Studios, Infinity Ward, Toys for Bob, uh, Enox, Sledgehammer Games, King, Blizzard Entertainment. Wow. Oh my god. What we said earlier is like, um, they took that you have no game shit for four years apparently very personally. I mean... That was that was the whole thing that I I did not get an Xbox One during that whole generation just because I was like, well the games I, I care about are coming to PlayStation like like Gears is good, you know Halo had its ups and downs, um, Forza was doing its thing, Forza was good for them that was especially K- with Forza K-I. Horizon, KI was really and then good. KI came back, um, but like it was not a good time for them. And, uh, you know, at the start of this generation, like, games are coming. And they're fortunate that Sony is a some, in a somewhat similar position. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're, they're getting Ratchet and Clank and Spider-Man and Demon Souls out there in Returnal. But, um, and, and, like, next month is Horizon and Gran Turismo, basically. Right. So, but, so this generation is kind of going off a little slower. Um, so there's time, but like Microsoft is clearly just like, you know, Halo Infinite comes out and Halo Infinite's got a lot of players, but it also is having a rocky start and they're improving, which we'll get to later. But um, like that's not that's going to be a slow burn as well. Um, so they needed to start making some moves. And I know some people are not happy about the way it's being done, but it's being done. I, the th- I don't get why people are so salty. Like, I know so many people who are salty about this. I've seen mm-hmm. so many posts about it. And they're like, so- like Sony wouldn't do this. Like, what are you talking about? Sony bought Insomniac, like, a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. They bought, like, four smaller studios this year. They just buy smaller studios. Right. They have less they, cash they to burn. They just bought Bluepoint, didn't they? Like- yeah, they just bought Bluepoint, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they're just, they just don't buy the biggest fish because they don't have the money for it. If they did, I'm sure they would. Right. Uh, like, they're using the resources available to them. 
They have a staff that's really good at maintaining and developing smaller studios into bigger studios. Oh. Well, I would like to, I would like to ask people on the internet, please do not tie your identity, your personal or internet identity to a company. Please just don't get sucked into that. But <laughs> like I I just I have never seen and I see it on the Microsoft side too. It's it's fanboyism, but yeah. like man, ever since Bronson, I, I curse you because I've been on Twitter and I just see, I now get like gaming topics suggested to me. I see this wonderful message from Phil Spencer of like, we're going to continue. We talked with Sony, like this like fucking United States Russia conversation. Mm -hmm. I talked with Sony after this and we're going to uh, make sure that we honor these deals. And we're talking about Call of Duty continuing to be on PlayStation and um, which, you know, whatever, it's it's corporate speak mm. you know this is not yeah. like how they really feel so whatever um but then i go into the comments and just like man I, this is twitter so like more than half of these have to be like 13 year olds right they just have to be i don't uh, dude i don't know i i got into a conversation about game pass with a grown man who looked like he was 40 the other day yeah i'm all for internet anonymity and having mm. that choice but part of me kind of wishes I could, like, off the bat, know the age of the person I'm about to argue so with on just, the internet. It's just like, it's that Blizzard, it's that thing that Blizzard tried to implement, like, in their forums, like, a decade ago. Yeah. Where originally Blizzard was going to have to have you put your real name mm -hmm. into yeah. your, like, account. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Why on. did that fail? Because people got pissed. I bet they did. Um, but, like, shit, man. So, I, you know, I, I, anyway, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's rough. Like just don't tie yourself to that. There's, there's certainly value to the argument that this is like acquiring all these studios oh. and more of them being concentrated into two companies is bad. Of course we should have that conversation, but when you tie it into your fanboyism, like it's, it muddies the waters and it makes it hard to have an honest conversation about these oh. things. So, um, the person I was at this conversation with is also, like, a game developer. Oh, no. Okay. Of a, like, small indie game. And it's out on, like, everything. But, okay. like, that's still, like, really funny to me. Wait, what was their argument? That So, their, their argument is, is, like, Game Pass is bad for the industry because it creates a lot of people who uh to refuse to directly buy games and just wait to see if it comes on game pass even though they haven't confirmed it and they just freeload on it later if it does and then i'm like you know and yeah like i'm just like okay but multiple devs have already confirmed that yes microsoft pays us for the support and two we get a bunch of free publicity that people on PlayStation go run out and buy the game later. And mm -hmm. people who don't have Game Pass run out and buy the game because of if it blows up enough on Game Pass. So I mean, that's, uh, that's certainly a take. Right. Like, and it's something that like, what's great about something like Game Pass is that it, it provides me the opportunity to try smaller games that I would never even take a chance on. 
Right, um, and, and the developer still gets that money from it. Because, like, I'm telling y'all right now that, I like, as much as I've really enjoyed certain games on Game Pass, I would have never played them to begin with. Like, I would never uh, have bought Unpacking. Yeah, it no, I wouldn't, wouldn't have. Uh, yeah, it, it's like, dude, like, what was that game? Like, 15 bucks? 20 bucks? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not going to pay $20, but, uh, like, playing that on there, and then they get a cut of it, and, like, it, it's this thing where it, it goes back to the piracy argument of, like, mm. this is taking away our sales. Like, no, the person wouldn't have just, wouldn't have watched it. Right. You know, like, you don't understand, like, it, it's like a knee-jerk reaction because they want to defend whatever it is, you know, they, they're, you know, like, this guy as a dev probably sees, you know, Game Pass is, like, threatening to them the money he could make and, you know, threatening to other aspects of the industry. But on the other side of that, it's like, okay, but this person wouldn't have played your game without it. And right. less people would have heard of it. Yep. Because if you get featured on Game Pass and, like, there's a lot of word of mouth about it, it's like, oh, this is on Game Pass and, like, it's getting a lot of word. I'll check it out. Um, I, you know, there, yeah, there's a number of games on here on this Xbox service that I would not have taken a shot. That that Dark Souls-esque 2D platformer thing we checked out on our Game Pass show last year, I would not, not once, I would not have spent money on Take-Two, or on Take-Two, on It, it takes, takes Two. two. No, uh, we would I not have, have played, played that Game of the Year winner at yeah. all. Yep. Fuck. Sorry, did, that's loud. Does not did not see. Seemed, seemed like it was probably a fun game, but just wasn't for me. And it and now I but through Game Pass I got the chance to play it. And um, you know, I'm still a big fan of, of having like <laughs> disc games. I'm not a fan of everything going all digital, but I like having the option and having this very low barrier to entry for these kinds of games is huge. Right, like, this um, benefits indies more than anyone else. Like, in a way, that, because, like, they can just get so much press because yep. they're featured all over the fucking dashboard. You get, they're, they're entering in, like, you know, six to eight games at a time, so, like, every time, like, if your game is entered in that week, like, you are, you have prime time. Like, that's a notification everyone checks. Right, like, I would never have checked out Death's Door without Game Pass. Right. You know, like that, you know, like that game's awesome. Uh, I would have picked up Nobody Saves the World because I'm a big Guacamelee fan, but, you know, yeah. like a lot of people are get, seeing that game for the first time and thinking it's super cool, you know? Same, same with uh, Windjammers 2. Like, you know, the, if you're not in the know on that game, you probably wouldn't know, but that was part of the, that's part of Game Pass. It was there. It was, and, yeah. Yeah. You know, so. it, it's. It's it's a it's a win win and like like for, grounded probably has the audience that it has because of Game Pass. Yeah, same with Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Sea of Thieves when Sea of Thieves like was like a day one Game Pass game. I guarantee you half the reason people stuck with it is like oh it's free. Yep. Uh, like yep. You know like uh, let me take a look here because uh, Colin Moriarty posted a quote about this that I found to be I didn't agree with it, but mm. um, you know well he's a PlayStation guy right. Well, yeah, but he owns, as you will know, as if you ever listen to his show, he owns stock in Microsoft and, you know, plays anywhere, but still. I mean, uh, but yeah, still, I would like, understand that. But, uh, quote, in purchasing Activision, Microsoft has undoubtedly set off a new round of merger and acquisition coalesc coalescence entities. It's bad for creativity, bad for devs, and bad for players. And then he talks, promotes his podcast. Um, 
So, yeah, I don't... I don't think it goes that far. Like, I don't think it's necessarily bad for creativity as long as the studio, the 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 parent company gives them the freedom to do what they need to do. Which, once again, Microsoft has been good at the past three, four years. Um, and, you know, I'm not sure if it's going away. Enjoy it while it lasts. But right. for now, okay, mm-hmm. uh, bad for devs. Disagree. Think in this particular case, their games are getting a bunch of free publicity and in the hands of more people. Yeah, uh, and bad for players. So, I think it's a lot easier to say that when you're getting and you know, there's a lot of negative with games press and games media and whatnot. But it's a lot easier to say that when you're not paying sixty to seventy dollars a pop. Right. You know, like I know that whole thing around Twitter with games media and I completely agree with them. The job doesn't pay enough. The job fucking like you typically have to live in an expensive ass city. Uh, The benefits are shit. There's like eight full time, well paying positions in the whole industry unless you're a YouTuber, Twitcher or Jeff Gersman. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like there's a lot of reasons that job sucks. But, at the end of the day, when you're still getting all the games at no cost, or most of the mm-hmm. games at no cost, especially, like, you know, Colin, um, you know, and Colin's audience is big enough to where he could pay for them without thinking about it anyway, um, you know, yeah, it's it, yep. it's one this thing where it's just like, well, yeah, of course you think it's bad for players because, you know... Like, th- think about this week alone in Game Pass. This week alone in Game Pass, I played Death's Door, Windjammers 2, Nobody Saves the World, and Hitman. Right? Yep. So, let's see. 20, 25, 20, 65, 70, 130. That was like $130 worth of video game in just one week. Yep. Oh, and I also tried to play Rainbow Six Extraction, so, like, like almost $200. Wow. So, like, in one week. Yep. You know, like, I don't... I, I don't know, like, how paying that is good for players. You know, so, I don't... I could see long-term running into issues if it's mismanaged. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. If there's one person, I expect to run that ship well it is phil spencer yeah i could not pick someone in the industry i feel more confident about to to do that does that doesn't mean he's 100 percent gonna do it but um you know this this is a decent ship to be <laughs> to be on right now yeah uh, so you know and in like 20 years or like 10 years management changes and all goes to shit like, what happened when we moved from Peter Moore to Don Matrick? Okay. <laughs> yeah. But for right this particular moment, this is mm-hmm. not bad. Yep. Um, and I, I think players win because they have more choice and access to more games. I think devs win because they have access to more publicity. Um, you, know, I, you know, the studio wins because they're getting that Game Pass sub. Like, the only person this really hurts all that much is you know, PlayStation. Because you know, right, they, which... they have to compete with it. Yeah. They, 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 they can't be blockbuster. Well. And to be fair, they're, they're the ones who uh, 
you know, in, in his news stories have been pushing, all right, we're going to be the blockbuster exclusive console. That's how we're going to stay in front. Yep. Um, and now Microsoft's doing it with a bunch of money and just buying up shit, but like they're, they're not, not, not necessarily blockbuster, but they're going to do the same. It's like, all right, exclusives, let's go. You yeah. guys have been wanting games from us. Here we go. Um, and, and, and again, and, that's not necessarily great. I like people be able to play on whatever console they want, but if that's if one side's going to go that direction, I'm not surprised the other side's going that direction. I also think that you you, you look at what so like Sony bought all most of these companies. Like they didn't own Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog published their first games with Universal, and then made Jack One, and then were bought after Jack One. And Somniac was bought after Spider-Man. And they've been by far their biggest winner. Polyphony Digital was like... Yeah, they were bought when they were a lot smaller. But mm-hmm. it's not like these studios still weren't bought. You know? Right. Yeah, like, It's not like that didn't happen. So, I don't know. I guess people are just like... Like, I saw this dude in the kind of funny... Um, uh, Facebook group just like setting off about now he has to play Diablo on PC because it probably won't come to PlayStation and he's mad that he has to build a new PC for this because he refuses to buy an Xbox and I'm just like what Why? world do you people live in? <laughs> you get an Xbox for $300 and it's easy to get too. Enjoy the damn game. Play your Diablo 4. Uh, you don't want to spend that much money on it. Get a get a Series S. Uh, keep your PS Five. There you go. Plenty of people are doing that. Like, yeah. Look, look, and even if we do end up in this like merger, ac- you know, acquisition world, and um, and like you you have Sony going out and buying Capcom and Square, and then Microsoft buying EA and so on and so forth. This is an expensive option. The admittedly the series s does make it easier just buy both right at the end of the day like and i know that's a you know that's expensive especially for some people that's a lot of money yes. you know like you know like i get it you know i'm taking a pay cut to move to my new job soon because mm-hmm. it's less stressful and better opportunity in the long run mm-hmm. so i definitely get like the money being tight thing but if you really care that much Buy both. Yep. Uh, like that's that's the that's the answer at the end of the day. Uh, or, or you know, uh, encourage Sony to release more on PC and then just become a PC player. Yeah, that too. I mean, either That'd way, cool. you're spending like a grand, but still. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh, Ninja, you got any more takes on this or M before we uh, get around to the next thing? I think you guys covered it. All right. Okay. Emily, what do you think? I guess I'm more on the lines of let's see what happens with everything, with the acquisition, with yep. Sony possibly. Volume up louder. Buster. Hmm. Sort yep. of. Thing. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. It, it, it's going to take a long time for this deal to go through and. It's gonna take a long time before we see the full results of this. So exactly. Let's hang out. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, 
Any, anyway, uh, all right. We got our next story, which is really funny to me. Is uh, there are analysts uh, thinking that the PS5 will outsell the Series X two to one? In what world? Like uh, it's going to it's going to come down to production. Uh, well, like like everything except the Series S, which they. Em, you're gonna have to be a little louder. What? No, I was just saying, like, in what freaking world is PlayStation gonna outsell Xbox? Two to one. Like they're outselling them, but not two to one. Uh, yeah. Like, are they are they even gonna produce enough to to outsell two to one? Like yeah, like one, it's production. Like that's one thing that we need to, you know, talk about and worry about. Um that's that's the that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing is the fact that like this doesn't include the Series S, which is just a bit of a, like a big part of their like that in my opinion that's like not including the PS5 digital edition. I just mm-hmm. bought a S, so yeah, I have one in my living room. I I have I have an X in the main gaming space and then in the living room where it's mainly movies and shit, I have a I have an S. Uh, so yeah, no, to- totally, totally get it. Like, uh, if if anything, like I've bought two Xboxes f- versus one PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, I just I don't get how. To be fair, they say the Switch is gonna be the number one selling because of the Switch OLED release, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't, I only uh. know I know two people who bought a Switch OLED. To replace their regular Switch. No, wait, three, because right. the, the Nintendo Pals. I was oh, one of them. Sure. I was one of them. Ray was one of them. And then Andros over the Nintendo Pals. I have a very old Switch. It is struggling with games right now. Um, I, I would be kind of the target audience, if not for it. Like, moving new new people, people new to the Switch aside, like, I would be a target audience, and I'm just like, I, I there's graphics cards are expensive, but I'm looking at them. Uh, PS5. I don't have a PS5. I'm waiting for the moment to to jump on that. I already have a Switch. Like I just sure I want to improve it, but there's just other stuff uh, that takes priority. I don't I don't I don't see how they do it with just the OLED. Right, it's just like it's not more powerful. Like you're not like if you're if your problem is the frame rate. Then it's not going to be fixed by that, right? Like you're just getting a way better screen and better online connectivity. Oh, mm-hmm. and a dock that doesn't scratch living crap out of the screen. And that's all great. That's good. Yeah. Um, just not. It's not going to move the dial for me right now. No. Well, the other thing to consider is that you can actually get one. Yeah, yes, mm. that is true. I think the Switch will be the overall number one selling because you know of Zelda two and the fact that. You can actually buy a Switch right now. Hey, that's nice. Just like you would actually buy a Series S now. You cannot yeah. buy either of the two 4K children, though. Um, right. In fact, get, get it, getting the two 4K children um, is actually getting harder, I have found. Uh, I'm still able to get them with somewhat regular frequency if I just keep an eye on it for people. But, you know, and then our Discord's a real good place to get those because, like, Ronnie's looking out, I'm looking out. Yep. You know, like, we, we let everyone know this time, this place, get on it. Yep. Um, it can be done. 
yeah, no, it's um, honestly, I think the best way to get a PS5 is Sony's direct service. Because um, the Ninja, how did you get the one I bought off of you? Uh, I got it through Amazon through some like covert link, and then they took it down and said they were going to refund everybody who got it through that link. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I got a shipping notification and was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because I know you got your the one you used through the direct. Yeah. And then I got Ray's through the direct and Ronnie's through the direct. So, and then um, my friend Grant, we got through GameStop. Um, and then uh, all my Xboxes, except my own personal one, I've got through Best Buy. So, um, yeah. Uh, I, I actually say GameStop has kind of been a real hero for these in some cases. Just because they uh, have the, um, they do the thing to deter scalpers where they sell in bundles, mm-hmm. which yes, that sucks having to buy a bunch of stuff with it, but it also stops scalpers, which means mm-hmm. real people actually have a chance to get the console. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, I don't know. I like speaking from my own personal circles. The Switch is the most popular console. So, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But to, well, because like PC gamers have a reason to buy it because you know all the stuff on there doesn't come to PC except Monster Hunter. Same thing with uh, you know Xbox PlayStation gamers. It's a portable, like it's just a more popular console to own with the other console. Time to scalp the scalpers. Also, forty series is out for pre-order yet. Not till the end of the year, most likely. Hmm. Um, the, the rumor for the 40 series at the end of the year. So, ah, yeah. Yep. Which, how much do you want to bet that's going to be gone in seconds? Right. If they don't make any changes to how they did it before, like, yep. Yep. Yeah. Crypto is going to go bananas on that. Like, and then because right now, so, uh, Mm. and then because the market has shown that they will pay a thousand dollars for a thirty eighty. Mm. That's gonna. I'm totally going to bet that is going to be the launch price of thirty eighty is grand, or sorry forty eighty. Uh. I'm. Um, I would say at minimum nine hundred dollars. Grand Damn. and grand and up to to nine hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh. uh, or nine hundred to a grand. Um. Is what it is. I know that uh, I have a... So, I like playing my games at the highest resolution I can. Duh. Yeah. Uh, Which means um, I have a 1440p monitor and a 4K television. Uh, Mm. Meaning, and the 3080 is just and not hanging, streaming, while playing games at that res. But the Xbox would do fine because it's the one handling all the processing. So if the if the graphics cards are too expensive, especially like I might drop down to a forty seventy if the performance is good enough. Um, mm. I'm either going to do that or I'm going to pay two hundred dollars and just get a four K capture card and just ride this ten eighty to the ground. Right. You know, like that that might be the solution because. Yep. Dude, like this is. Do you remember when you can buy a flagship GPU for like four hundred dollars? For a very brief moment, yes. 
Like, there, there was, like, a moment with the, like, 500 series through the 10 series where, like, the big badass GPU was, like, 500 to $600. And mm-hmm. then even, like, 400 in some cases. And now, like, it was supposed to be 700 which we thought wasn't that bad. And now you're paying, you know... Now it's like, a, at, dude, it has to be a grand, right? It's being like, it's selling out at twelve hundred. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I. I do not hold out hope. No, especially because Nvidia has shown they will do anything to bleed money. So. Yeah. But no, I don't think the PS Five will outsell the Series X two to one. I mean. The Series X, I yeah, could PS, I, two to one though. Two to one's a lot, but also Microsoft is you know the way they're playing it is like yeah, get on the PC. We don't care. Yeah, that that's, I could see a scenario where they're where they say that, but like yeah, two to one's a lot. That's 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 a that's a that's a whole lot, man. Yeah, um, we'll see. I guess right. Yeah, I I think that the 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 real answer there is like, I think it's gonna outsell it. Um, mm-hmm. just looked up four series is pushed back to twenty twenty three. That makes sense because the mm-hmm. um, the uh, what's it called? The rumors were like October to December of this year. So, and I mean, yeah, okay. it makes sense if thirty series sells out the second it comes in stock. Why would you bother? Mm-hmm. Mm, right. So, yeah. Um, uh, anyway, yeah. it's it's a it's it's one of those things where we'll see. But you know, I I think, and the thing is, is like if it includes if it includes Series S, I think this will like it definitely won't double. I just don't see it, dude. I I just. You know, um, yeah. but yeah, like I we'll just, see, right? I don't, I don't know. I, I, I can't imagine it, but I, well, I mean, I can't imagine it again because I think there's also just emphasis on like their play with Series S being a lower price entry, um, and then their PC push as well. I could see a scenario, but I also don't think it's likely. Yeah, um, no, it's super like that's. That seems crazy to me, but uh, yeah. anyway, hey guys, VR is big. Is it? It's, it's getting big, I should say. <laughs> it's um, slowly moving forward. I've been playing more VR than ever because I need to stay active, and if I don't do VR, I will be a lazy slug man piece of shit most of the time. Fair especially, enough. Especially with the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Because... Um, as someone who used to work out a lot, um, a weight room is 110% the place where you would catch colds and catch right. shit stuff. Yep. Uh, the fact that Ray goes to the gym all the time, I'm not surprised he eventually got COVID. Yeah, no. Um, so, uh, yeah, so, but uh, Ken Kutaragi, the creator of the PlayStation, agrees or doesn't agree with me that VR is pretty cool because he finds them annoying and he can't see the point of the metaverse. It's that part I do agree with. 
he's he's half right. He's half right. Um, so I got a couple of quotes from him, and then we'll concede. Yeah. Uh, headsets would isolate you from the real world, and I can't agree with that. He isn't a fan of using them to tap into the potential metaverse. Headsets are, quote, simply annoying. Being in the real world is very important, but the metaverse is about making quasi-real in the virtual world. I can't see the point of doing it. Would rather be a poly- you would rather be a, ra- a you would rather be a polished avatar instead of yourself. That's essentially no different from anonymous message board sites. He's currently working on his own project to push digital communications. Well, that's specific. He has become CEO of Ascent Robotics. And okay. it's where he works on projects that transform real-world objects into computerized data to benefit retail and logistics customers. Isn't that part of the whole metaverse thing? Um, he wants to harness the digital data curated by company robots to reproduce digital holographic images in the real world. Similar uh-huh. is similar to those of like Star Wars and uh, like the Princess Leia distress call. I mean, that's... Sounds Again, pretty similar to yeah. the metaverse. That that mm-hmm. sounds like way cooler because like you're getting like a hologram in real life versus like. But that's that's it. That's it. the whole thing about the metaverse is blending the two. That's what that is. Yeah, but um, I, that's I funny. I think his application is. I think that application is different. I, I when I imagine the metaverse, I think of things like that. When I imagine the metaverse, I think of putting on a fucking VR headset. That's Again, you you have to understand like now. the way VR goes forward is that they make a headset that isn't like the VR headset we have now. Like, Great. So that's like 20, 30 years away. Exactly. No, it's it's going to take a long time. Like uh, when, when Mark Zuckerberg is talking about 5 to 10 years, like that's that's optimistic in my mind. Um they they got to figure out a lot of issues with that, but that's the goal. Right. D- d- right. And like looking at the technology, dude, most companies can't even get like wireless technology to work right most of the time. Right. Okay. Like I have a super good router. Everything is port forwarded and like done. Perf- My network is perfect. And yeah. like even then, the Oculus Quest 2 sometimes is like, I don't want to fucking transfer data right. Hook it up with a cable, jackass. Yep. Well, yep. Like yeah, and like it'd be cool. I, I love I love that that technology that the these companies are pushing forward with this, and just like none of them are putting a whole lot of effort into getting internet accessible everywhere the way it needs to. Like you guys are really not thinking forward on some of this stuff. I- I'm looking to switch my ISP like this next week. Mm, um, yeah. Finally, like as long as they they will approve it, I'm very much like this needs to happen. <laughs> I'm so done with charters bullshit. I'm surprised you stuck around with them so long. Well, it's because AT and T in my area had a data cap. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's what, uh, that that that's that's what kept me, and I'm like and like I and I contacted them this week and I was just like so your fibers their data caps no and I'm like is their data throttling <laughs> and they're like no we don't slow down your speeds for your home internet and I'm like 
but and I, and then like they're like well, you have to use this wireless gateway and I'm like I already have my own modem and they're, yeah. like, and they're like or my own router and they're like no just you flip the gateway to modem mode and I'm like that actually sounds pretty cool okay yeah, um we'll but yeah like it, it's never putting in the, and it's not just internet infrastructure it's like why was the smartphone successful and why did it get successful with the iPhone? Because other smartphones existed. And the very simple answer is because you could press a, the, the screen and stuff sim- made it simple and easy to use. Yep. You know, like you press the little TV icon and YouTube pulls up anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, like, and it's easy and it's simple. The any successful technology is like it is, you know, very. That's how it it pops off. Yeah, it's not something like it's not something people like us. Uh, you know, it's not like people like us are, you know, are are into. You mm-hmm. know, it, it's that that's just not it. It just isn't happening, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, like it, it's, uh, it, it, it you need to get it to that point where you just put on the headset or the glasses or whatever it is, and, and it just it, works, and it just it just happens. Yep. You know, so I don't, and they're not they are nowhere near close to that right now. Yeah, uh, but like, that's like, the goal. The closest thing is the Oculus Quest Two. Which you plug it into a computer, or uh, or when it's working as a standalone. But when it's working as a standalone, the quality is way lower. So you know. Yep. You're, you're... And my my I, my I still got to figure out why my headset isn't connecting to the computer, regardless. So. Oh, I might know the answer to that. Uh, are you hooking in it wired, right? Yeah. So uh, when it does the prompt, do you hit deny or accept? I've tried both. Okay, you're supposed to hit deny. Just a heads up for the future, right? Okay, um, but yeah, th- there is a future for this. I could, in an optimistic scenario, I could see them coming up with some VR AR glasses that are easy to wear. You can throw them on anywhere, and like they could eventually just replace phones because you just have the screen on in front of you. Yeah. And they're working on gloves, so they maybe are trying to do some gesture-based stuff to control it, minority report style. There is a way that this does become the future, but the way it is right now, it is absolutely not that. And so judging it based on what it is now, I understand why you don't see a point to it. Yeah. But... Um, um, and, and, I th- I, and I think, to be fair, the future for this is so far away that man will probably be dead by that time. Which is fair, yes. You know, like, like that man is 71. Mm-hmm. I thank him for creating the PlayStation. Uh, yep. But due to 71, like, I think this takes 20, 30 years to get to the point of where they want to be. And the metaverse is a big thing. Um, you know, Charter is literally Satan, by the way. I agree, Parker. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, I completely and 100% agree. But... Yeah. But yeah, so you you have God was it you know so like you're you're it's that long of time and I think that the companies are making a bad move talking about this and bringing it up so much, even though we're you know like you said that far away you know mm-hmm. like yep. we're, we're 
you know, like I said, 20, 30 years out. So we'll, we'll see a lot of work to be done by a lot of people. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's interesting. And to be fair, like I've personally been playing VR, a lot of VR recently and VR games recently. And, uh, yeah, it's like, there are limitations of it that are obnoxious. Mm -hmm. So, you know, namely space and, all kinds of stuff related to space and yep. your cost and the fact that creating good software for it is hard because with the exception of Alex, most of the stuff that is really good is stuff where you're a pilot or standing in one spot. Yep. Uh, so. A lot, a lot of work to be done. Yes. So I, I understand his, I understand his comments, but, uh, little premature at this moment yes but you know i I get it i get it so uh destiny and halo both have some news those are big things on our channel all right uh i'll go start with destiny because it's pretty simple hey witch queen is getting a new raid um you know so there's that and it is gonna launch uh two weeks after the launch of the expansion so you'll have two weeks to gear up and get ready for it it is going to be out on Saturday, March 5th, uh, provided that our posse is down to do it and we have the time uh, and everyone is geared enough. We will attempt to do it day one. I make no promises on how well we will do. No. If Vault of Glass was any indication. Uh, um, that's um, fine. To be fair, with the exception, uh, our second Vault of Glass run went way better on Saturday, the only real problem was uh, the the last two bosses, just because of the amount of communication required. Like, we actually had to, like, so, I'll, you know, I'll explain when we get to what we've been playing. And then they're adjusting power caps. So, right now, the power level cap is uh, 1360. And that's like the hard, or well, the hard cap is fourteen hundred, but like the cap that most people get to is around thirteen sixty, and then um, the soft cap is like thirteen twenty, and then the like you stop getting good drops thirteen hundred. So um, the the starting point for the new expansion is going to be thirteen fifty. Uh, you'll have to reach a power cap of fifteen fifty. And 1560 is going to be the hard cap where you need pinnacle gear. Damn. So, that said, if this is anything like previous Destiny uh, expansions, one to two weeks is plenty of time to get geared for the raid if you're playing every day the way Destiny players do. (laughs) Right. So, yeah, uh, I'm excited. This new expansion looks dope. They are doing the opposite of Blizzard and making it so you have to farm less materials to work on and edit your gear and they are doing less time gating you know because they're they are designing the game well hey interesting what a a concept (laughs) weird uh yeah like they recently went in and changed it they're like they're they're getting oh and they're getting rid of a whole vendor and they're also moving like all the vendors to one area so you don't have to like go to orbit go to a place come back go to a new place Mm. so yeah nice smart call like just a lot of quality of life stuff um 
yeah, really, really looking forward to all that. The expansion is out on the 22nd. I have it pre-ordered on Xbox. I need to get my PC version locked away soon-ish. Yeah. So. So yeah. nice. Good. Uh, yeah, good news coming to Destiny in February. Uh, All right. Halo has good news coming. Unfortunately, hey. it's, unfortunately, it's not soon. Oh. It's when season two comes out. When does season two come out? Season two uh, comes out supposedly in April or May. Most likely May. And that's also when the co-op campaign is coming. Okay. So in season two of the Battle Pass will let uh, is going to make it so you can earn credits to buy cosmetics in the in-game shop instead of just having you pay money for them. They're, mm. they're also looking at changing it so bundles aren't the only thing you purchase. You can actually start buying individual items. Yep. Good. Both Good. smart moves. I'm going to need yep. to see the pricing and the amount of yes. credits and currency and everything. But this is way, 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 way less gross. Yeah, it's still not where you, where you would want it to be. Um, but I don't think they were ever going to get it to where you want it to be because they're trying to do this new thing. Um, but this is much better. Big, 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 big improvement. Big improvement. Uh, Parker in chat says, hopefully season two will transition the game into a full on triple A instead of an indie with triple A skin. Yeah, it's, it's the, it's the need of the time. You're getting the co-op, you're getting the, uh, the currency changes, Hopefully we're getting some new maps. Um, we're definitely getting new cosmetics. They actually have an event going that's a cyberpunk event right now. Hmm. Where you have to play this uh, elimination game mode. And like you get like neon armor and like a pop-up AR visor and all kinds of cool shit. Interesting. You have like a... It's... Hmm? It's pretty neat. I did a couple rounds of it. I'm probably going to bust it out this week to all the challenges this week to get, you know, stuff in the spot. The co-op delay was not understandable because we needed to stream it, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Come on, 343. This this channel has a reputation. We want to do it at launch for you. Come on. (laughs) You're affecting us. Yeah. <laughs> the stability and DSync issues are severely problematic. I worked on it. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yep. Um Okay, so that's the news. That was all the news? All the news, I'm pretty sure. If I'm pre- if I'm reading the docket right. Yep, yep. Yeah, we talked about body Bobby Kodak, uh raid release. Yep. All right. Trust me, it needed time. Okay, we'll we'll have you elaborate that more on a future show, Parker. I've been wanting to do that Halo Tester show, but it's just been uh, right. Cra- crazy shit happened the past two weeks. Good lord, right? Uh, and we also had an even crazy release week too. Yeah. V- fucking video games went hard this week. Oh man, I only got to play one. Uh, I don't know. I know you how you fared, Bronson. I don't know how the rest of you fared uh, with games this week. Ninja, Ninja, let's... uh, So uh, I'll pull up Ninja here. So we talked about Monster Hunter Rise of Final Fantasy XIV. We'll 
you know, the, those are common. Um, yep. Those we kind of already went through those. You're, you're kind of chugging through those still. They still good. Yeah, you know, I'm still I'm still enjoying them. Um, we're doing progression in Final Fantasy 14. Um, Monster Hunter Rise is, it, I mean, it's the same game it was on the Switch, just feels better. Uh, so that, that's not any different. Um, I am playing. I did pick up Windjammers too. Yeah. And I have no idea what I'm doing in that game, but it's really fun, dude. Yeah. It, so yeah, we'll do Windjammers first. So Windjammers two is on Game Pass, uh, yep. and it's fucking awesome. It's great. Really fun. It's yeah. so damn good. Um, I like. I love a game in 2022. Is like, you know what's great? Pong. <laughs> yeah. How about that? How about, how, how about Pong with combos? <laughs> how about Pong with mullets and sick future glasses? Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, you play as the German guy too, eh? <laughs> I mean, I, I played them. I'm playing them all. I, I like all of them, but uh, German guy. First of all, German guy is the most Bronson character. I, <laughs> I had a feeling you would be playing that. I play him and the Japanese girl. <laughs> okay. Uh, Who have you been playing, uh, Jesse? Uh, the same, the same two. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, I've been trying all of them, uh, but the one I've been going to most is a uh, Brazilian guy because one, he's the fastest uh, on foot, and two, when he celebrates, he's on a skateboard. I was like, yeah, all right, that's pretty good. Yep. Um, also, his his special move is like screwed. <laughs> it's so easy to predict. Like, it can be. You you have to. Well, that's the thing is you have to vary it. You can't just you can't go for that special every time. You have to instead of aiming for the wall, you aim for the goal and you do your different special. And, yeah. See, versus I like the Japanese girl because her special is like always the same, but it's like you know it's mm-hmm. it's hard catch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a that's it's a real shame for one of the most classic characters of Windjammers, which I believe is the British guy because. Uh, his special is just throw at wall. He has the one saying that he shouts that everyone who plays Windjammers recognizes immediately, and it just goes along the wall. Like everyone can predict that. So, but that's the thing about Windjammers that is so awesome and is so difficult for my non-fighting game mind to understand is the key to success is to understand, to remember, memorize all the different shot types you can do, and to vary it up. You have to stay unpredictable. I have trouble just doing them. Like I've been trying to get that fucking curve shot to happen so many times. Curve shot's hard. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And then I'm and then like you know because I'm in the middle of moving and then trying to attack. Uh, once I get the disc, uh, I accidentally curve it mm-hmm. when I'm trying to go straight. All right. Yep. <laughs> you know I'm I'm lined up perfectly for a five pointer and whoop, oh well all right. Um, <laughs> but it's because I was I was moving at the point. Like I understand why I did it. It was my fault. Um, but just like, damn, uh, but there's so much to it. And like a fighting game, uh, turns out the tutorial for, uh, this game is not good. There's a Shit. decent Twitter thread about, uh, there's a decent Twitter thread that explains the shot types, um, that I can link in the discord later, uh, when I find it, but it explains what you can do and what you use it for like a fighting game should and like a fighting game, this game doesn't do it, explain it very well. Um, so uh, there's a lot you can do. There's a ridiculous amount that you can do, and it gets overwhelming uh, when you open up to it all. But that's the beautiful thing about this game is that you can know nothing and you can do bad at it, and it's just fun. 
It's just the art style is fantastic. The music and sound effects are great. It's just fast and like simple to play, difficult to master. Uh, it's just chaos and it's fun. What a what a fun little game. Great game. Re- really, really, uh, really, really enjoy it so far. Uh, I at like you know I like fighting games a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. This has that sensibility to it, especially mm-hmm. like let's run that back, let's run that shit back. Uh, mm-hmm. I know I I'm not sure if you, I know Aaron you saw I'm not sure if you saw just, I saw a game winner in the last eight seconds I posted on Twitter this week. Yep. Um, yeah, so like I'm down I'm down by two scores. I score one. It's it's match point. And like I, I don't have a super. There's nine seconds left of the car going back and forth, and I get it for the win. So <laughs> yep. good. The, the 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 clock, the default clock they have is perfectly timed. Mm-hmm. Uh, really does put that pressure on in the last few minutes or last few seconds. Um, I love all the maps and how they they vary it up. Um, I think Casino is like chaotic in a way that Fucking, I love. <laughs> it's it's so good. Because like if you are down, but that eight pointer co- comes up and you get it, yeah, it completely turns the fucking game around in your favor. Yep. It's amazing, and uh, yeah, I, I I love all the different maps. Um, I like that they have an arcade mode that's easy, medium, hard for each character. Um, so it gives something someone like me who's going to struggle against human players something a way to work on it. Like I cannot get past the first or second stage of the hard mode. Uh, that's that I haven't played. A, I haven't put serious hours into it. I I can barely get through this game on normal. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's rough. I got through. Um, I got through Brazilians on easy and Germans on medium, and uh, been getting through mediums pretty. Like I struggle, but I can get through the mediums. It's hard as, who? But there, there's a lot to learn, and that's what's what's awesome about this. It's very simple. You can just jump in and do it. Uh, but you got some stuff to learn. And and then it's so so easy to just jump in and start and play a few matches and jump out like a Rocket League kind of thing. Just like, mm-hmm. oh, let's go play some Windjammers for a bit. Oh, what it's, a what a good game. It, yes, it's a great time. Uh, you want to know what is also a great time? What's also a great time? Nobody saves the world. Is it? I You know, I've been wanting to hear thoughts on this game from a Guacamelee super fan. Yeah, no, I love Guacamelee One, and I really like Guacamelee Two. Yeah, probably a better game, but like it's you know it's, it's the sequel problem doesn't leave as much of an impression. Um, but so uh, this game is a top-down Diablo-style RPG, mm-hmm. uh, but with a little bit of cameo mixed in because a bit of cameo. All right. Yeah, because you get different forms you change into that certain enemies need to be defeated by. They won't take damage or break the shield of other enemies. So, like, you start out with a mouse and then nobody. And then mm. the mouse unlocks the ranger and the knight. And then after the ranger and the knight, you unlock the mermaid and then something else, I believe. Hold on, let me, I'll, I'll pull the game up real quick. Um, but all of them have different powers to solve different puzzles. And fit yep. into different areas. So, like, if you see a little tiny space, okay, I gotta change to the mouse. Boom, pull it up on the quick wheel. Boom. That's right, boys. And they all. Oh, oh shit, we got a new follower who. Thank you, Robutku. Robutka. <laughs> what up, Robutka? Thank you Thank for the very follow. much, Mr. Butka. Thank you that you saw us entertaining enough to stay. 
<laughs> I know who that is. I didn't think she had a Twitch account. Oh, nice. well, thank you. Thank you, Ninja Splend. Uh, so, anyway, uh, I'm going to pull up my account now. I've played for about two and a half, three hours now. I'm about to enter the third dungeon. So, uh, so you, so the way you level characters is they all have individual quests. So, like, mm. right now I have a bunch of stuff for my knight. So I need to sh- sword slash three baddies at once, dealing sharp damage. And if I do that, I get a star. And if you get enough of that star, uh, you can, um, if you get enough of that star, you can go ahead and get into the next big main dungeon. And that's how you progress the story, and that's how you get harder and harder content. So, like, for example, uh, the current main dungeon uh, requires 40. So I need to do mm-hmm. a bunch of side quests and a bunch of extra stuff to get 40. And the, the crazy part is, like, every character has its own skill tree, even. So, like, the Ooh. knight has his own skill tree, the ranger... Uh, the the uh, mount the rat the nobody. Right now, I'm trying to unlock the horse and the magician to do a side quest. I've mm. already unlocked the slug, uh, which will later unlock the mermaid, the rogue, and the bodybuilder. And then there's the egg. And like once again, all of these end up having their own puzzles, their own health pools their own fighting abilities and fighting preferences. So, like, the ranger does long-range damage and slash damage. Uh, The rat does poison. Uh, I forget the name of the type of damage, but it's... uh, The slug does, like, mystic. Uh, Nobody and and does blunt. Oh, no, the slug does magic. Sorry, that's magic. Excuse Mm. me. But yeah, like they all have their different own different damage types, their own skill trees, their own quests, and you're just like constantly switching between them, like in battle and in fights. So like you'll be playing the knight and doing, and like get to a part of the dungeon where like they won't take slash damage, and you'll have to switch to the mouse to poison them to break their shield so you can start doing big damage with like the knight or the ranger, and like you all can switch co- on the fly. Yeah, you do, like literally, boom, press a button, knight. Boom, switch button, mouse. Nobody. So on and so forth. It's super fucking cool. Alright. Um, yeah, like, this game is, uh, this game is great. Like, it's, it's, uh, it's, like, I'm not that far in, two and a half hours in, but the early impression is for their first big RPG, dude, it, it like, and the combat feels good. Like, I would say nice. it's, like, a step below, like, where Hades is. Ooh. Um, you know, like I, I feel Hades has like better dodge roll and more options, but like every character feels different, has their own little tone. It's incredibly funny. Great. It's super goddamn funny. Um, you know, I've t- I took some screenshots of some of the better dialogue. Um, yeah. Uh, if it, let's put it this way: if this game was twenty five dollars, like if I paid the full twenty five dollars, this wasn't on Game Pass, I would have been completely happy with it. Mm. So, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Great. Yep. Good yes. video games. Yes. Two new good video games. Day one on Game Pass. I guess I'll add it to my list. They ever See, I, told gr- you, I told you at the Game of the Year episode, this is a dangerous podcast for me to be on because you guys just talk about good games. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll buy that. Yep. <laughs> well, this is on Game Pass, so that's good. Uh, what do you yeah. think of Guardians of the Galaxy so far? I know that you p- plugged into that. 
Did you, it's, did, you did you start? I, it? I have started it. Yeah, okay. I have started it. Um, and then like a bunch of other games were like, ah, that looks good too, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's it's not what I was expecting from the trailers. Hmm. Good way or bad way? A uh, really really good way. Okay. Because oh. cool. um, when when I saw the trailers. I just like crapped all over the game. I was like, this looks terrible. This does not look fun. It looks cheesy. Um, and it, it is kind of cheesy, but in a really good way. Uh, I like I've, cheesy if it's done right. I've, I've been enjoying it uh, so far. I, I've, I've thought about doubling back to get the last achievements I need on a new game plus run. Like, I mean, how many do you need? Like six. Okay. And like yeah, most, of, most of them are combat related. The only really hard one is find all the collectibles, which like... The game is about 15 hours long, so if I just, like, run a guide while I run through it. Exactly. You know? Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, like, that. that's... Highly recommend Nobody Saves the World. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried playing that Rainbow Six Extraction. Uh-huh. And I downloaded the game, I got into it, and I'm like, alright, let's try the new Rainbow Six out. And then it's like, log into your Ubisoft account. And I yep. just was like, nope. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't care to remember that. So let's get exit the game. Go to the Xbox memory. Delete. Yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. Uh, the reviews and the buzz is not enough to where I really want to check it out all that badly. And I, yeah, so I, I'm good. I'm, I'm like, just tie the login to that account to the Xbox account. People do not want to deal with this. Or just let me through like EA does. Yeah. God, dude, just, it's so, so bad. Um, so, yeah, uh, that, that was, um, but yeah, and then another new game I played. All right. Uh, yeah, dude, I had a, I had a week. Let me tell yeah. you. Yeah. I, I mean, this week and next week, for me especially, just like, wow. Uh, yeah, I went hard. Uh, they put out a new Yu-Gi-Oh! game. Ooh. A free war zone over Halo. Shut the fuck up. No way. Um, <laughs> but uh, Destiny 2 over both. Uh, mm. But mm. Uh, um, So, anyway... I, uh, they put out a new Yu-Gi-Oh! free-to-play game, and it's like, it's the TCG. It is the full-ass TCG, just in an right. online game. And it's free-to-play. It's free-to-play, entirely free. Um, and you actually earn credits enough to get packs fairly regularly, and the packs are themed, so, like, you know it can build towards a certain deck. I chose mm-hmm. the Blue Eyes deck, of course. Like, they give you an sure. option to run, uh, so the three deck types, they gave lets you start with it's like blue eyes elemental hero and then i forgot the other one i think it's xyz and i was like i want to run a blue eyes deck homie hell yeah and i I played like three matches won my first three matches um had a great time the economy doesn't seem too fucked like at least pretty early on i'm getting gems which is the currency at a fairly regular pace Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna pull it up uh right now because I have, uh, sorry if you hear a little bit of the game, everybody. I'll make sure to meet it in a minute. Um, yeah, like I have 900 gems right now on me, which is nine packs. Wow. And mm. I haven't even collected all my stuff from what I've done this week. Yeah, I just got enough gems for another 10 packs. Jesus. 
Um, now there, uh, and you can buy packs, of course, uh, with the real monies. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, like it, it's it, it's um, hold on. Uh-huh. Sorry, I got ended up getting three more packs, apparently. Bonus packs for logging in. <laughs> I apologize. Um so yeah, like you just like it feels like it gives away the cards, but it also has to because you think of like how many cards are in goddamn Yu-Gi-Oh! right now. Yeah. Like there are some sets in here that have like six thousand. Mm. But it was actually fairly smart about giving you the tools to um to like build a deck because it gives you at least a, a theme deck to start with and then it tells you where to get cards to supplement it all at least so you okay. can, you can at least get so like if you have a blue eyes deck you know it says okay in this in revival of legends there's blue eyes junk stardust and code talkers so mm-hmm. this is where you get those and like stalwart force this is where you know like magicians and elemental heroes and machines are you know? right so and the master pack is literally everything so like yeah. if you want to take a chance on like everything go nuts mm-hmm. um okay so yeah Rai, rebutka you're super cool Bye, thanks for the follow rebutka yeah, yeah thank you you're super rad I think Parker had a mind-blown moment a couple sentences ago. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> like, this oh. is who you are! <laughs> a reveal, literally years in the making. Um, yeah. Uh, so. Here's my question, Bronson. Mm-hmm. What is the likelihood of you streaming some Yu-Gi-Oh? High. <laughs> Very high. I was like... You're big on World of Warcraft, like so. Seeing your your thoughts on World of Warcraft is is valuable. Same with Halo, uh, and to an extent Destiny. You know, with that, and then Dragon Ball Fighters and fighting games in general. But I also know you were big on Yu-Gi-Oh for a time, and I, so if you were to ride this this new wave of Yu-Gi-Oh, it's it's literally already a top game on Twitch, <laughs> like within a day. Yeah, wow. yeah. Um, to to the my big issue with Yu-Gi-Oh is like this would be from the perspective of like someone who stopped in like two thousand five, mm-hmm. like I stopped a, like two boosters after the ban list came out, so like yeah. I haven't been current like at all. Um, the thing that's interesting about the packs though also is like you have normal packs which are whatever they're selling right now, and then like. When you, you use normal packs, it unlocks secret packs, which are only around for 23 hours mm-hmm. and have even, like, more specialized. So, like, for example, um, the secret packs I have right now are Stardust Ties, fully focused on synchros, uh, Synchros and Stardust Dragon, you know. Mm-hmm. The, the Azure in the Ivory fully focuses on Blue Eyes and Blue Eyes support. You know, okay. uh, you know, uh, Soldiers of the Storm is Code Talkers. Um, the one I had last night that I don't have right now are uh, element was Elemental Heroes because it's been more than twenty some odd hours. Hmm. But yes, this is very very goddamn cool. Yeah, and apparently it has popped off. 
very hard on the Twitch meta. Like nice. Uh yeah, no. Uh if you like Yu-Gi-Oh or you want to get into a TCG, uh and this is this is a far easier one to get into in my opinion. Okay. Uh, like I think it's a lot easier than magic, just the way it works. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do need to fire who runs that teleporter, Bonnie. Bonnie here is dematerialized and rematerialized during the stream. In and out Jesus. of reality. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so like if you just keep playing ranked matches, uh, like I'm, uh, if you just keep playing ranked matches and like keep just getting packs, which seems pretty easy. Uh, yeah. You know. Go for you could go for a long time it seems, and right. like I like the fact that like I was able to build like a fairly stable deck from right from the start. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the starter decks are at random though because I know I was see the reason I heard about this game was through uh, Dato Doya, the mm-hmm. Dragon Ball streamer. Oh okay, um, and uh, you do live in a non reality that is our Twitch chat. Yep. <laughs> At least <laughs> us. Um, oh, so yeah, like uh, the real funny part is I'm actually trying to get a third blue eyes white dragon. <laughs> that, that's the uh, that's the the real thing that's kind of driving me nuts right now because I want to run three in my deck. Okay. Um, yeah, you do want to run three in your deck. Yeah. So correct. Yeah, because that is the card limit, and can, when you run a blue eyes deck, you should probably run three blue eyes. You should probably have three. Yes, that might be helpful. Yeah. So, um, no, I, I think that if you're looking for a card game, and if you're like me, and you're not the Magic the Gathering type, like, and for a lot of the reason why I can't get into Magic the Gathering is like I just hate the land concept. Like I, mm. I, I just find it dumb and boring and not interesting. Energy, like like Pokemon's energy. Yeah, same reason I find Pokemon dumb. Mm-hmm. Versus in this, like, yes, Yu-Gi-Oh, worse than any card game I've ever seen. Like, has the power creep issue like a mother. Yeah. Um. Like the the difference between the Yu-Gi-Oh I played and Yu-Gi-Oh now might as well just be a different language. Oh my god! Right. Uh, it's two entirely separate games like yeah like back when I was like running Yada deck and shit like versus this like it's it's yeah it's it's completely different like it's yep. it's the same enough for me to enjoy it still but yes um so yeah like it, it's one of those things where um I don't know it, it's yeah, and like you also get current like occasionally structure decks pop in the store. So if you want to get just a bunch of cards that are themed automatically, like right now the other the ones are magician monsters and uh, pendulum monsters. So for those of you who know what those like archetypes are, um, and I don't. Thank you. Uh, and then there's even like solo challenges. So, like, if you want to learn how an Elemental Lord's deck works or an Absolute Monarch deck, it'll teach you, I guess, apparently. Um, So, yeah, uh, I'm still in bronze. Um, It seems like that they're really, like, thinking you're going to... Oh, and then they do have... They have a battle pass that you can actually buy with... um, 
the in-game currency, and then it gives you more currency as you level up. And, like, icons and stuff. Okay. So this seems like, uh... Well, ended up in a universe where Tony Stark never died. Surprisingly, it was Hell on Earth. Weird. Oh, Oh, weird. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah. I, I may, you know, like, they even have, like, daily surveys where you can earn gems, too. Like they, mm. they and and once again, I think it's just because there's so many cards, is why. Like, okay. That's the only thing I can think of where they're just like giving this away like candy. Right. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. Check that out, people. Uh, it's it's a good time. Um, and yeah, like uh, hold on, let me let me check the Twitch here. Yeah, forty. There are as many people watching Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel as there are watching World of Warcraft. Wow, Jeez. that's nuts. That's wow. That's so crazy. Get in on that. It's, yeah, it is the. It is like in the third row of Twitch. <laughs> Dude, this is nuts. Uh, yeah. All right, but yeah, I. I uh, uh, See ya, Bonnie. Have fun. <laughs> uh, see you soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then my last thing for the week is we finished the Vault of Glass on Raid last night. There's a couple yeah. of clips in Twitch chat you will see. You will not hear me talking because I was muted the entire time. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, I forgot to check XSplit settings because otherwise I would have noticed... That my VR headset was the microphone. I've done it. Oh, yep, in there. Yep. 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 So, yeah. Uh, God damn it. There's that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, we did the Vault of Glass. Super fun time. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the last boss, the way Atheon works is he's this big giant robot thing you can't do damage to. You have the first phase where three of you get teleported to another world, basically, right? Right. Um, And three of you get teleported to another world. And one of you has to have the relic so you can be cleansed by light. And then the other two of you protect the relic holder while you do damage until three of these things pop up. And you Mm -hmm. need to kill these things in a specific order... Uh, which is called out by the people who didn't get teleported. So the people who didn't get teleported have to tell you back front, back middle, front middle, or like center, left, right, because there's six. It's like a, it's like row three, then row three. Okay. And you, and you have to tell in what order they spawn in. Uh, so it, sometimes it can be. Back right, front left, front right, or any combination. And at first, we kept doing it the way I described. Front right, front left. And we kept fucking it up. Yeah. So I eventually had to say, okay, we're going to number them like a book. One, two, three, four, five, six. Call them out that way. And the second we did that, we killed it first try. All right, there you go. Nice. Super fun mechanic, though. That's actually a really fun mechanic. I, I like it when raids, half of you get pulled they like have to, and they have to depend on the other team to communicate with you. Sure, yeah. Uh, so that was cool. And then the boss that we were dying to constantly last week, we A, one-shotted. All right. Uh, 
and we did it in one DPS phase. We didn't even have to do its second phase. Nice. Just nuked nice. it. And I got the killing blow with a with my super. <laughs> Holy cool. Sprout Smash. It was great. <laughs> it was super fun. Uh so yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh looking here. Um Alright, Ninja. Uh what the fuck is Pony Island? Oh, okay. Sounds dirty. It does sound dirty. It sounds it it's it isn't, and it isn't what it sounds like. So, uh, in in my game of the year list, I had Inscription, mm-hmm. and that Go. was my first experience of a Daniel Mullins game. Turns out, the game before that was called Pony Island. I like. So, I remember uh, Jim Sterling talking about Pony Island, but I never played it. I never. I barely remember hearing about it. Go on. It starts out with you, like in an arcade. Um, and you're playing this game called Pony Island. You're jumping over these little wooden gates as this pony, this happy-go-lucky-looking pony. Um, and then, like, the the arcade machine starts to speak to you um, and tell you that, like, you need to break out of this this space. Uh, you need. I'm, I'm trying to, to talk about it without spoiling it too much because like, yeah. much like Inscription, if I talk about it too much, it's going to ruin the experience. Right. Um, but it's a, it's a, the game is a combination like platformer, I guess, uh, with the Pony Island sections. There's, uh, hacking sections and then there are puzzle sections, uh, involved with the hacking stuff. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a very meta game. Pony Island. Yeah. It's okay. uh as you as you play it, you can also like look through the game files, and the game files change as you play through stuff. Um, you're you're hacking through this like arcade machine while you're also playing the arcade game that is Pony Island. Um, it it's very uh very meta. It, it's a lot of fun. Um, but if I talk about it too much again, it'll it'll spoil the whole thing. Right, right. One yeah. of those games you have to play blind. Seems like. Seems like this developer was influenced by Frog Fractions or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I would agree with that. A lot of his games are are uh, different in that in that way. This seems interesting. All the way back in 2016. Yeah. Wow. And then I guess his big game before that was called The Hex, which I haven't played, but I did pick that up to to play through. Okay, and it's five bucks. Yeah, they're they're all super cheap except for inscription. Right, which makes sense. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. All right. Sure, Bonnie. What's a good survival game? All right. Um and then you Uto Way to what's that? How do you I'll, say? I'll let you I'll let you try it out. <laughs> uh, I think I think the pronunciation is Uto Uto Wa Rei Rumono. Uh, but in Japanese, with Japanese inflection. Um, <laughs> the Long Dark. I've heard good things about The Long Dark. That's a Game Pass game, I believe. Yeah, it's pretty good, actually. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so mm-hmm. the 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 Uto um is, I guess, a visual novel from like the early '90s. They got remade as a PS4 I- PC game. I remember it coming out. I want to say it also came out on Vita, because I yeah. re- I remember getting a review copy because that was published by NIS. 
The reason I, I actually didn't want to just completely blow over this is because I want to hear about it because I remember getting a review copy um, from uh, NIS back when I was at Gamer Access and this not looking interesting at all. <laughs> and I'm just like, here you go, John. So yeah. there's there's three of them, right? They uh, when, when the Vita came out, they released Mask of De- Deception, which is the second game, and Mask of Truth, which is the third game. And they did so well that they went back and remade the first game. And labeled it as Prelude. Uh, Prelude also got an anime uh, in the early 2000s, which is absolutely terrible. Uh, (laughs) Most visual novel adaptations are just trash. Um, Anyway, this is a visual novel first and an SRPG second. Um, So if you like SRPGs, it's pretty good. If you like visual novels, it's, I guess, considered one of the classics. Um, It is a little slow to start while they do the world building. You're you're an amnesiac who wakes up and you've got a mask stuck to your face and everybody's a furry. Um, All right. And that they've got like dog ears and tails and and crap. Um, And within a couple of hours, there's a big character death. And then the game just suddenly takes off and you're in the middle of a war. Uh, Mm -hmm. And you're leading like your little village through this battlefield. and like adding more people to your army into your 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 group and like taking on kingdoms and stuff uh it escalates really quickly and it's it's pretty gripping once that that first character dies man okay okay nice yeah high fantasy um but other so if you're not into high fantasy i wouldn't look at it but yeah right uh, it's pretty fun so far okay Um... fortunately i'm into high fantasy not so much individual novels, unfortunately. Sure. I they really I really like Danganronpa a lot, speaking of other games that are on Game Pass now. <laughs> um, yeah. That also yeah. came out on this week on Game Pass. Uh, that That's a great game. If you've never played the first Danganronpa, oh, dude. I'll play it. Absolutely play through those. I have not once touched Danganronpa. I've been adjacent to it at conventions. D- you, I think <laughs> I, for you? I think you would probably either really love it or really hate it. There is no in between, Aaron. <laughs> uh, like because okay. it's it's really weird. It's really weird, but it's also very anime. That's From so, what I've seen, it's very anime. Mm-hmm. Um, very violent. That that's not a bad thing. Um. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Well, that's these days. That seems interesting. Um, Aaron, I you didn't get to me with what you've been doing, so what you been doing? Because it wasn't much. Uh, I'm, I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but I got a few more hours in on Deep Rock Galactic, uh, which continues to be a great game, and I don't really have much to say on that yet. So, um, Okay. Um, I want to check that out. And I know we all talked about Windjammer. You, you absolutely should check out Deep Rock Galactic when you can. Um I oh. think you would. I would think you would be into it. I got um, two weeks off here, so I'm gonna try and straight shot. Nobody saves the world, and then I'm free. So, right. Um. All right. Well. Uh, and then. Uh, oh, also, Deep Rock Galactic's Game Pass. So. So there you go. So there you go. Um. And and then yeah, the rest of my time has been, uh, wind jammers because I've just been, I've been dealing with my own personal stuff. This week, Bro, uh, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, so I got to figure out what, how exactly I'm going to get rid of my car because it turns out the 
the catalytic converter was stolen, so it is unusable. Um, uh, you could probably sell the shell. That's what I did to my old blazer. I got uh, I got like four hundred dollars for the shell of it. I could, but honestly, what I'm thinking of doing is uh, there's a radio station here, M knows called KEXP. They have a, a system where you uh, you donate your car towards uh, helping the radio station, and that's what I want to do because I think that radio station is super super cool. That's awesome. Um, something that does not so the kind of radio station you do not hear uh, in most other places. Uh, mm. So I, I want to support them through that, and that is of course if it hasn't been towed again by the towing company because I left it for a few days and they're like, well, I guess he's not coming back. <laughs> so I'm preparing for that possibility too, in which case, eh. Right. Um, so I'm just I'm concentrating on work. I'm concentrating on extracurricular stuff. So like I'm doing little things in Final Fantasy 14. I'm playing Windjammers. Uh, I I'm in love with Windjammers, and I'm preparing my mind for my mind. Um, so. Yeah, man, those Pokemon trailers look rough. <laughs> they do look rough. I can't wait to play it. It looks rough. Uh, so Final Fantasy fourteen. I might as well do my check in with the uh, the other two MMOs that are the side children right now. Sure. Uh, I'm about halfway through the Stormblood main campaign. Um, mm. I'm liking it a lot more than Heaven's Ward. Um, nice. Yeah, right. uh, it's been a great time. I've really like won. Yeah, it really made me want to make a samurai. <laughs> Sam- I've I uh, messed around with samurai recently, and uh, I'm still like at the beginning level of Samurai, but that's fun. So. It is. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And then, Samurai enough to have made it my main, so... Okay, nice. well, there you go. Yeah, pretty good. Um, so, yeah, and then World of Warcraft. That game. So... That Xbox title. Yes, this new <laughs> Xbox exclusive. <laughs> uh, I popped, I, I capped my alt in Retail WoW, and I thought I was going to stop having fun with it. But mm. it turned out I still had a lot of fun with it. Because the prog- the way you progress on alts in that game is what the base game should be. Mm. Because when I hit level cap, I already had 38 Renown. Like, to put that in perspective, like... When the game launched, it took me a month and a half to get to 40 Renown. Okay. Like, almost two months. Yeah. Versus having it, like, a week after capping. Hmm. Like, and it's the same thing with my Legendary. Like, I almost have my Legendary farmed out on my second character because it's just so much faster now. Wow. Like, why is it that all the stuff on your alt or all the stuff from the previous patch, they just make, like, the fastest shit in the world? Like, I do, this just is so irritating. And then I found out they're not doing tokens for the 9.2 tier pieces. They're just doing mm. straight drop personal loot drops. And it's just like... Ugh. It's like Blizzard. You, you just... You have this really, yeah, like, you have this really great core where, like, every time I'm in combat, I'm having a great time. Like, I I had a bunch of time walking on my mage. Like, Frost Mage in WoW is way more fun than any other mage in almost any game that's not Diablo. Mm. To me, at least. But 
it's like all the other stuff related around it just sucks horribly. So, yeah. That's the one thing about uh, the Microsoft purchase, like they may get some relief money wise, but first of all, I don't think they were hurting that much to begin with too. Like there's no, there's not a lot of help in regards to like structuring an MMO from that purchase. Like world of Warcraft, you still have to figure that out. I mean, like supposedly the Warcraft team has been short on cash for a while. Just really? Yeah. Just because of how old it is and they don't want to like pump money into it. Um, (sighs) or time. Like it's also why they got a bunch of employees cleaved. Remember? Um, like oh, the, yeah. so like, uh, the having Microsoft money behind it will hopefully help a little bit. I hope, man. Yeah, seeing one of your favorite games of all time uh, slowly die is not a fun experience. Yeah, the only you thing do have classic going. But... Yeah, that's great. It's a, I've seen all that content before. I'm enjo- I enjoy it still. Like. Uh, yeah. I'm probably geared enough to do Tempest Keep soon, and you know I'm a raid tier behind. But in Classic, that's okay because the way Old WoW was designed is old shit stays relevant because you always need stuff from it. Mm. Swotor is likely dead. I- I'm surprised it's still going just because, like, so I d- I did some research on that game because like it's on my MMO checklist for the year. Mm. Like it's Destiny two and Final Fantasy at the top whatever WoW Classic content is going on, and then I was going to hop into Guild Wars 2 and SWOTOR and Lost Ark as, like, the next three that I was interested in. Right. Um, you know, and, uh, I, and, like, I saw that there were, like, only two or three servers in North America, and I'm like, wow, that's disappointing. Like, huh. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, like... There's a lot of the the good part is, is I have a lot of MMOs to find up to to your better your time is better yes the other MMO that's very popular. But I, game, if I were to have picked one that would have survived longer, I would have picked Star Wars. I would yeah me too. Yeah. So, um, interesting. STO is probably at the bottom of my list right now because the if I'm going like. What my focus is, it's like D2, FF14, WoW Classic, um, SWOTOR, Guild War, actually Lost Ark, SWOTOR, Guild Wars, um, then probably STO. Mm. STO's only gotten better. I remember when World of Warcraft only got better. <laughs> and then Cataclysm happened and it stopped. Actually, no. Uh, it got better, and then it got worse, and then it got better, and then it got worse, and then it got bad two expansions in a row. <laughs> so, yeah. That's just like, Cataclysm was okay. It was like half good. Pandaria was really good. Warlords was shit. Legion was amazing. BFA was mediocre. Shadowlands is really, really bad. Hmm. So, um... Free to play was the best thing for Star Wars. I or mean, Star it, Trek. Or Star yeah. Trek. It's definitely been the best thing for Destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I, I definitely think that free to play has helped Destiny a great deal. That's why Steph is able to try it. Um, I, I'm actually working on something where I want to talk about like Destiny's like biggest hurdles for new players, though, and one of them is the fact that they make it so you have to buy every expansion. Hmm. which is fucking obnoxious. Now, granted, 
they drop price heavily. Like you can get all of them except for the most current for sixty bucks. Right. But like, let's say you're a new player to Destiny Two today, mm-hmm. or a returning player. Let's say you stopped after the initial game came out or after Forsaken. That right. means you need to buy the entire pack for sixty bucks, and then you're going to want to play Witch Queen and all of its season content. And it's cheaper to buy the season content in the Legendary Edition, so you're probably going to go that route. Mm-hmm. And that's $80. And then you also want the 30th and edition pack because it has a bunch of dungeons and stuff that are important content. So that's yeah. another $20. So to get into Destiny, like you're committed to Destiny for at least a year, is 160 bucks. Now, yeah. granted, after that, after that, it's only 80 bucks a year, mm-hmm. which is way cheaper than any other MMO. Uh, that that's you know subbed but it's still like you know it's still a big initial investment yep um so yeah yeah uh so yeah uh lost ark looks great it's right around the corner speaking of mmos right um yeah so anyway uh we will see yeah we'll see um i think that's all the games i've been playing and everyone's been playing, so um, I think I only have one more thing, which is I had a transcendent ass experience with a pair of headphones this week. Yes, I heard about this. What is going on here? Um, okay, so yesterday I went to the Apple store with Stephanie, her mom, because uh, Stephanie doesn't use Apple products other than her iPad. I have iPad, iPhone apple watch um you know um pair of uh earpods airpods like the mm. regular ones the only thing i don't have is a mac and that's because it does Macs don't play video games yeah so if they ever got to the point of putting real gpus in those things and getting developer support i would move right over right um their screens are great trap hags are great keyboards are great they're they they're built well they look great um you know it's just it they for whatever reason, don't want to make money off of gamers. So, um, uh, so, but anyway, so they brought me out to be knowledgeable because she's looking for a new phone and uh, looking for a new Apple Watch. And uh, while she was talking to the representative who was uh, also, like, transferring her phone stuff over, I decided I was going to go check out the AirPod Max. Which, right. those are their new, those are their $550 wireless noise-canceling headphones. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they've gotten a lot of hype. I've heard they're like the next level of like, you know, Bluetooth headset headphones. Okay. And I put them on and they're already set to their noise canceling mode. And I literally cannot hear the rest of the store, even though no music is playing. Wow. It was okay. the only thing I could hear is Stephanie was right next to me and w- was talking. And was talking right. pretty loud. Um, if you don't talk like uh, anything else, I couldn't hear. Could not. This is a packed Apple store. I couldn't hear shit because wow. of the software noise canceling. Huh. Um, all right. All right. So that's good. And that was it was fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Like Stephanie and I both immediately left that store, being like, "When well, we have the money, we gotta get a pair of those." Like, no fucking what? Uh, 
And then I play music on them. They had, they had an Apple Music set up on the demo unit, and I was, and I flipped through his songs. The the audio in that thing mm-hmm. is incredible. Okay, like it's so it's it's even better than these and these seven point one Dolby Atmos. Like sure. it's ridiculous. Like it was insane. They're super small, comfortable, easy to hold. Um, like, uh, what? Well, and then they do this thing called spatial audio, mm. where this is so fucking awesome. So you know how surround sound works? It's like speaker here, speaker here, speaker, here, and it's like directional, right? Yep. They've taken another step further with spatial audio. Which okay. what that is is depending on where I'm looking at a screen, be it my phone or my tablet, where they'll move the speaker channel to where I am so it always sounds like I'm facing forward. Hmm. What? Yeah. What so I, like I, my screen is here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if let's say I have a laptop, right? Yeah. And I move it to and I move this way and to face it this way and face this way. Uh-huh. They move the speaker orientation. So that it's staying in the same place? Yes. While you move? Yes. So like what's what was in front what was like front facing over here, you turn and, and then the front is still over here, like like the sound is coming from one single source. Yes. Like outside of you. Interesting. Yeah. Or or you can have it set so it comes with you. It's fucking crazy. It's fucking I mean where it comes with you is like standard headphones, right? Kinda. Like it's it's weird to describe. Yeah, like, I'm having, like, I'm having like, trouble. Hold on, let me let me get the description that, that they gave me because it was way better than mine. Okay. Um, but yeah, like they're sitting here watching Emily's reaction. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hold uh, on. Weird. So, um, so basically, is is the the trying to get the um, where the heck is it? Of course, it's a support center for it, god dang it. So, mm-hmm. it's basically head tracking, but for audio. Right. So, it sounds like it's coming from all around you, like, no matter where you are moving, and the placement is always right. It's, mm. it's, it's, so, like, for example, if the bass is always behind you, and, like, it's a horror movie, it always sounds like it's behind you. Right. It's, it's crazy. Okay. She's very good at pretending to be interested. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, uh, it, it was the the thing that really blew my mind though was like the noise canceling because I've used high end noise canceling headphones before. Right. Um, I've used I've messed around with those three hundred dollars Sony WX fours I believe they're called and the X threes and like there some noise always leaks through right. Yeah. Nope. You know, Always. and like there's some level of like problem. This is like the closest it's ever been to just nothing. Man. And it was nuts. Like I when those things were announced last year, I'm like, dude, five hundred and fifty dollars. Right. Um they're down to five hundred if you go to Best Buy though. Um, okay. But like I, I like came home and I sat there and was just like, I really want a five hundred dollar fucking pair of headphones now. <laughs> <laughs> Like it was, it was, oh, it was this. Oh no! It was uh, yeah, no. Like I got a bunch of shit. I got my car, and then like the new job stuff. But like once I'm fully caught up, like 
that's definitely on the list. Like wow. I was, okay. Uh, yeah, just to have like something that just completely drowns out the public. That's um, amazing. Especially because I like have a job now where like I can listen to music while I do it. So it's just mm-hmm. like yeah, no, good. Uh, yeah, very very cool demo. If you have an Apple Store near you, definitely go check it out. Like, very impressed. Finally, something that can block out Fox's meows. <laughs> <laughs> the lordy. Um, yeah. So, uh, also, do not recommend them for Android users, though. I will say that. Ah, damn. Okay. Uh, because they they just use lose a lot of their features. Um, All right. Like uh, Linus Tech Tips uh, gave a recommendation that's fairly close Android equivalent. Okay. But um, but yeah, if you're on the iPhone island like me, then uh, they're fantastic. Like they're best in class. Which okay. you know, to be fair, that's Apple's mo. They they have a walled right. off garden. That's yep. And if you're willing to play in their garden, you are getting best in class shit. Um. Right. So. Okay. Uh. All right. Uh, anyone have anything else they want to? Yep. No. Yes. No. No. I'm gonna go play Windjammers later. Yeah, I'm gonna go make a sandwich and then probably do more Trials of Osiris. Yeah. There you go. So uh, a couple things, everyone. Hey, uh, this is on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Amazon. Go there. Follow. Review. Positive. Uh, positive things. Parker, I'm I'm on the I deleted Warzone after all the drama last year, man. Huh. Uh, if you, I'm I'm hardcore on Destiny two right now for my multiplayer. Yeah, and Final Fantasy. So that's where I'm at. I'm also doing some Halo though, so you can catch me on that yep. as well. Uh, anyway, so we have uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon. Go there. Uh, follow. Follow us, like us, give us positive reviews, or give us bad reviews so we can get positive reviews. Yeah. Uh, next up, we're on constructive, YouTube. Constructive bad reviews. Yes. yes. Don't yes. just constructive. Don't just be like they suck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then uh, Emily is doing lovely, lovely timestamps uh, for the YouTube, in which you can watch the video t- version of this again on YouTube with timestamps if you only caught part of it. Uh, please give us positive subs there. We're 15 subs away from 100. We'd love to get to 100. Please give yep. us the love. Tell your friends, tell your family. Get us the word out there for us, please. Uh, next up is streaming. Thursday, we're finishing It Takes Two. I don't care what it takes. It's going to be done. We got to do it. We got to do it. It's uh, going to take two of you. So. It is going to uh, take two of Hate it. Uh, two hour, 24, 22 minutes. <laughs> I think it takes two to finish. Parker, mm-hmm. yeah, Parker, <laughs> Parker got beat. Excited for it takes three. <laughs> they should do it. It takes three. It's like a polyamorous couple. <laughs> or there you go. <laughs> Talk Damn. about, oh, uh, Lordy. Um, I don't know. Hey, HR Ninja, do you want to do a way out with me? I might as well do both of the games. Yeah, you know what? I'll pick it up. It's on Game Pass. You're, you're good. 
you're, you're good. I'll get it for free. Yeah, you're good to go. All right. Uh, all right. So next up is uh, Saturday has become our destiny night on Saturday night. Uh, last week we did the Vault of Glass. This week we are doing the Last Wish. So right. uh, we're going to hop in into a far more tricky raid, to say the least, uh, with a lot more mechanics to it. So please come check us out. We're doing Last Wish on uh, Saturday around 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we now, oh, we also now have a Destiny 2 clan. So search Super Gamecraft in the Destiny 2 clan finder, uh, and you can join. Or if you ask me, I'll send you an invite. Uh, we're more than happy to give out clan invites. Uh, you get a triumph for doing that, so there you go. Good to know. Uh, and then... We also, and then sub and follow here if you're not doing that yet. Uh, yeah. means the world to us. Uh, <laughs> you know, and we got a Discord, all that stuff, so hop in there. Yep. Uh, anyway, we love you guys. We're going to raid Cartmail. Let's go raid Cartmail. And we'll call it a day. 